cold gales blow from the windy city across the astral sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Thinko. Pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. As my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, wolf tribe here. They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Hey, name's Barry, Barry Paca. Portal wizard here and proprietor of the Den of Inquities. Best damn tattoo parlor in the Ten Towns. Best offense is a strong defense in my book. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over Ten Towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. Whereat Studios presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Well, here Cheers. we are in uh, Clink. Cheers. Clinkies. Clinks nope. all around. Uh, you guys. Clink to F. Basically decided to retire. Uh, you, the four of you. Uh, that is. Let's see. Skidthrax, Pilgrim, and Barry. You guys are at the Northern Light, the inn here. And uh, Ricky Steele is at the Hook, Line, and Sinker. With the uh, staying in Glenn's room bed. Hell yes. Room bed. <laughs> room bed. Is that like a Roomba? <laughs> <laughs> Kratz just started shaking his head, dude. It's barely even a joke. It's better. <laughs> Stop. Let's see. Who is I guess we'll start with Ricky Steele. Uh, yes. All right, Ricky, uh, you wake up uh, in a bed in the back room of the hook, line, and sinker, and you're by yourself. Okay. Am I fully dressed? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I look around confusedly. I don't know where Glenn went. And I will find my things, put my clothes back on, and get ready for the day. When you leave the room, he does what he does every day. Hands you a beer. Cheers, Glenn. He nods at you and um, presses the beer in your hand. You know why I do this, right? Can't say I was uh, inquiring, but why? Well, we give everyone a beer. That's the hook. He compels them to stay in order seconds and thirds, the line. And the sinker refers to the last drink call of the night. One local challenging visitors to a drinking contest. Last drink that sends a losing contestant under the table. Sinker, you know? Hook, line, and sinker. Will we uh, be having this drinking contest again tonight? Very good. I look forward to it. I will get my compatriots to come by. What is it you have planned today? 
uh, to be honest, I don't really know. They were doing some preliminary uh, investigating or talking to people or something. I was just checking out the town. I'll go see them. I believe they're probably staying over at uh, the way, the Northern Lights, I believe that's what it was called. Uh, check in and we'll figure it out. But if we get all of our day's tasks done, I'll let them know about the drinking contest. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, if... Um you know, if you do decide to leave town, you know, do any adventuring I'm sure you'd like to do, got it. I would suggest you visit Frozen Fire Expeditions. For uh, equipment? Uh... Well, uh, Jartha is the one who gets my um, ale from the dwarves up by the Karn. Oh, so it likely has decent information about the surrounding areas. Absolutely. Thank- and if you're planning on going to see it, it is quite a miraculous thing. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Glenn. I appreciate it, and thanks for the hospitality. Absolutely. I'll be seeing you later. Take care. I'll be looking forward to it. You take care as well. Uh, the rest of you wake up at the Northern Light in one of the inns. It's a nice room. Uh, there is... Everything's made of... Hmm, let's say it's. it looks a bit like uh, Markarth style. Uh, rooms, a lot of rock, a lot of uh, there's a lot of stone in the area, so a lot of things are made of stone here. Um, Did you say Mark like from Skyrim? Yes, okay. it, well, this is basically what we're playing right now. Okay. Is Skyrim. Uh, less dwarven in appearance, but it is an older, um, an older town, and uh, so a lot of it's it seems you know a little gothic in terms of stonework, but uh, it is comfortable enough. It's actually quite comfortable here. They make it work. Skittle, get up and uh, start moving his spear around, slashing it. We're going to get into some stuff today at the outpost. And uh, he'll give a good berry to Thrax and to Grim. And one to Bones, his pet rat. Going to be a good day today. Yeah. <laughs> Do good berries stack? No. No. So it's just like when I don't, yeah. if I don't use it, it goes away. It yeah. actually shrivels. Okay, after like a certain amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So the one you got yesterday is shriveled up. And this okay. One's all well, I'll say I'll eat it. Yeah. I ate it just before going to bed just to be kind. But um, cool. Thank you. <coughs> um, Grim will get up and um, just sort of turn towards the wall real quickly so no one sees and just kind of thumb through the uh, uh, Dritz journal again just to make sure like he didn't he didn't dream that or anything. Yes, and the things you have encountered so far have still are still appearing only to you in the book. Sweet. Um, and then uh, after Skid says something about going to the outpost, uh, Pilgrim would say, uh, uh, yes, this one believes that it would be uh, quite um, prescient for us to go investigate this and see what we can do. And if all else fails, then perhaps violence will be the answer. What does that fancy word mean? Prescient? Yes. Uh, for thinking. It's like when four people are in a room talking, not three. That makes sense, yes. Yeah. The four thinking. Prescient. Uh, the pilgrim is going to give a series of uh, very, very blank blinks uh, towards Barry. It just kind of, you can audibly hear the blink there as he's looking at Barry, and then just nod at Skid and Thrax. We'll only be pressing till uh, Ricky gets back. That's correct. Right, right, right. 
Well, in the meantime, perhaps in some early morning wine or beer. <laughs> oh, the pilgrim will say, oh, wine, wine for this one, please. Early morning wine. Mm. And I pull the off the jug and pour the wine out. About how much wine did you pour? I take the cups that are in the room. I just refill them up and give everyone a little cup of wine. Just a little cup? It's a, a full cup of wine. Yeah, breakfast wine. Yeah. Drink up. We'll need this for today. Mine's already empty. Oh, did I fill this one? I, I think you forgot this one. Uh, this one thinks you forgot this one. And I fill it up again. Cool. Slug that bad boy down. Yeah. Uh, Traveler, you can have mine. <clears throat> well, thank- uh, no, this- it isn't poison, Barry. No, I, I trust you. It's just, uh, I don't know. Got a feeling about today. Want to keep my brain sharp. This will help it. It's already empty. Yeah. Instantly shot it down. Yeah. Faster than I did my shot of vodka. You never took it. Yeah. So you have two full wine glasses in front of you. Infinitely faster. (laughs) You're you're pouring them out the window. (laughs) uh, Pouring them into Ricky's drink. No, no. No, Yeah, I suck them down. Barry, I assure you don't want any wine. No, I appreciate it, though, man. It will help keep you loose in battle. Oh, no, I'm good. I, I want to be uh, sharp as a tack for those uh, dark dwarves. Your choice. Appreciate you. Collect our things. Get armor, full cloaks, pelts on. Yep. Wait for Ricky to get back. Yeah, we'll wait for Ricky. Yeah, it's about at that same time you hear the, the bell on the door. There's someone entering. And it is Ricky Steele entering the main door, so you can hear that from upstairs, uh, from your from your room. Who's there? <laughs> You're answering the main door from upstairs in your bedroom. <laughs> Ricky, come here, get ready, we gotta head out! I'm already ready, just get the fuck down here. Okay, okay, okay. What are we doing today? Yeah, have some of it might help you. Oh, I'm okay, I already had a beer over at the... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I also picture he pours you the fucking darkest stout you've ever done seen in the morning. You sure you do not want breakfast wine? No, just usually like about one before, you know, ten o'clock or so. That's usually good for me. Skid, Skid gets up on his tiptoes and whispers to Steel, we're going to the outpost today, gonna fuck him up. Is, is there a reason why we're doing this? They stole the stuff from this town. Oh, okay. Fucking yes, thieves. Yes. They gotta be punished. Maybe even killed. All right. Well, I, 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 I drank a lot last night. Fucking I don't remember thieves. too much. Dark elves and fucking. All right. Well, we'll go. We'll, we'll do the thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, hopefully, we turn over a few stones too. We can make some connections between these little dark guys and that Charlene, and you know, I don't know. You know, it's gotta all be connected. Ricky, did you turn over any stones last night? I might have turned over a stone or two, but, you know, it's all in a day's work for Ricky Steele. Oh, by the way, I did land from Glynn across the way at the hook, line, and sinker. Uh, If we would like to go at some point at night, they do have a drinking contest. Don't know if that interests any of you. (laughs) You looking at me? Yes, but not saying anything. Uh, and, oh, by the way, um, there is uh, Frozen Expeditions. The uh, proprietor there might have a little bit of information around the surrounding regions. He does conducts business uh, with the large can. 
So uh, if we, if we, before we adventure out, we might want to speak with him just to see, glean anything we can about the surrounding area. Uh, but other than that, I'm all on board. Lead the way, Ricky. It's, this one thinks that you have a good idea. Talk to expeditions and we head out. Everyone else okay with that? Sounds good. Yes, uh, on our way there, do we have some sort of a good plan to stick to, really? We need to observe the area before we make a plan. Just like a hunt. Mm. Track the prey. See the exits. Analyze and attack. Alright. Stick together. Sounds great. Alright, team. Uh, I think we'll head to Frozen Expeditions. Frozen Far, you said. Frozen Expeditions. Moving along? Never mind. Yes. I think we'll head to Frozen Expeditions, unless anyone else has a business to take care of. Okay. Uh, you leave, you see uh, you see Allie and Corey. They kind of... Allie waves to you guys as you leave, says goodbye. Corey's just nods at you while she's making the daily uh, knucklehead chowder. What do they look like again? The, the two of them? Uh, they are... Humans. Humans. Okay. Um, one looks a little more gruff than the other. She's the cook. She's one of the sisters, and the other one wears a nicer dress. She's kind of like the greeter and seasoned person. Cool. Uh, you guys leave to Frozen Fire Expeditions. You know that it's right at the block. You guys have already passed it. You know it's uh, up the block, but it's uh, just north of the Northern Light along the path that goes to where the uh, the road to Caridin of Ellis. So you guys have the Frozen Fire Expeditions. You see the sign out front. Uh, there's a little sign that hangs. It says open. And uh, you enter. And there is a large room with adventuring gear everywhere. Large fire burning at one side of the room. Uh, there's an older man sitting in a rocking chair. Uh, it is a human. Yeah, human old man. And you also see a dwarf, a shield dwarf. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, the shield dwarf turns for you when you enter. Oh, welcome. How are you doing? Hello. We're doing quite all right today. How about yourself? Well, pretty good. Can't complain. You here for some adventuring gear or anything? I believe we're just uh, stalking to Glenn if I took line, hook, line, and sinker, excuse me. And uh, he said that there was a person here that might have information on the surrounding regions, <coughs> just, uh, you know, general where not to go, where to go, paths to be trodden. Uh, you know, we've heard that there might be a Duragar encampment nearby. If there's any information on that, we're adventurers, you see. We plan to get this town supplies back. The other man perks up, turns around. Well, I'll tell you what. Man, I was the best scout around here, but old age is catching up with me now. It's Garthas. How many teeth does this NPC have? He's still got a full smile. He looks very rugged, tanned. Man, I went full prospector right there, brother. (laughs) I'm sorry. You, you could tell he's he's a grizzled veteran of the outdoors. Stands up with pot and pans <laughs> on his backpack. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and a pickaxe. Of, 
Oh, Red, red shirt with blue coveralls and a gold tooth. Mm-hmm. He is dressed appropriately for winter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you scouted this uh, around this area, then. Jartha turns back around. Well, don't listen to this old man. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm the most skilled wilderness uh, guide in this area. I make regular trips to the dwarves outside the cairn. Well, what about those you can't see? Are you good at tracking them? Yeah, we've had our problems with them too up there. Well, are you good at at least finding them, sniffing them out? We've had them run away from us. Who are we talking about here? The thieves we can't see. Well, we have dwarven style footprints. I can only assume they're Durgar. Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Well, we can certainly try to track them. There's actually footsteps outside leading from the inn out tonight. Still pretty fresh. I saw them this morning coming in. You say you're the best tracking them? And so I was the best at tracking them. I've never tried to. You're the best at surviving in this area around here. You know, you know the land. I do. I wouldn't suppose your services are free. Nope. What's the rate? Tell us. Ten gold a day. Ten gold a day. Thrax sort of looks at you, nods a little bit. We'll pay. I'm gonna look. Uh, the pilgrim will look at Skid. Skid's eyes are squinted real small looking at him. Yeah, we can pay that. Yes, we will need cover, or at least to hide. We're trying to get close to... Skid will toss me a little bag, ten gold piece. That's it. Press day's pay. What? Consider me higher than... That outpost. The old one. I don't know anything about an outpost. I've never seen one. We got... We'll double it then. What? Oh, we'll we'll wait, double it. Double? What no, do he doesn't do? speak for us. He doesn't carry the money. Do you want me to find it for you or something? No, we know where it is. We need help at least staying covered around there. You're saying me there's an outpost up there. Triple? Wait, hold on one second. You, big one. Yes. You're suggesting to me that there's a Durgar outpost to the north. It's nose to the south. The south is a lake. That's West. impossible. It's north of us? Oh. I thought we saw it walking into the city. It's, it, you it's saw over it east by when the, you're walking in. Yeah. But it's like north, it was northeast when you're walking in, and then it's north of the city. It, it is north of us. But, uh... So right by the con. Sure. That makes sense. My brethren are up there, you know, in the valleys. Can you keep us hidden? It seems like you maybe don't know this area. I know this area. I know how to get to my brethren. But I haven't looked for a Durga outpost that I knew nothing about. It's it near seems, the can. seems you guys know more than I do. Uh, lead us. We, we trust you. I, this one apologizes for the orc's rudeness. Um, we will double your payment. Well, I'll do whatever I can to help you find what you're looking for. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. You got the first day's payment. We'll, we'll go yeah. from there. Hold your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, old man. I'm taking these ones out. You guys need anything? Are we ready to leave? I look at everyone. 
we have rope amongst ourselves. Yeah, we got 200 feet. Perfect. These are pretty basic adventurer wares, I'm guessing. Adventuring wares. Yeah, it's got all the adventuring goods. You could try and find, like, try and find something unique in the piles if you yeah. want. If you want to take a roll for that, but... Are there any really tiny uh. little bikinis or anything like that? Come again? Huh? Is that what you want to wear? Uh, if they're there, I would hold it up to Barry Park and go, This might be fitting for you in the summer. You pick up a, I don't know, let's say a wolf pelt loincloth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're you're pretty good. I put it back on the the rack. Yeah, there's there's no hangers in this world. You oh. Just lay it down on a table. Just lay it down under the table. <laughs> Squ- Skid will run up to uh, Grim real quick. Grim, should I show this guy the map? I know. Uh, this one believes that we should be as upfront as we possibly can with our tracker and our guide. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's your name, anyways? The shield dwarf is coming with us, right? The shield dwarf is going with you. Yeah, what's your name? Jarthra. Jarthra? Is that J A R T H R A or L A? T H R A. That's hard as fuck to say. Jarthra. <laughs> the pleasure is this one's, Jarthra. Thank you for joining our path. Absolutely, it's my pleasure. So I do for a job, so. I'm Skid, this is Thrax. This is Ricky motherfucking Steel. I'm Ricky Steel. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Pleasure to meet yours as well. And this is Barry Parker, the Tortle. Pleasure. Yeah, fine to meet you, Bushy. Well, you have everything you need to be ready? Yeah, let's go. This one's ready. Uh, what are all your weights? Good question. 490 pounds. Holy <laughs> shit. Also, uh, before we leave there, can I just talk to the old man for a second? Sure. Cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, y'all carry any ink? Looking for uh, cracking ink if you got it. Any any ink for writing or anything? Well, I don't think I got any, you know, wholesale ink or nothing. But I got like regular, regular pan ink for like making a map. Yeah. You mind if I check it out? Yeah, absolutely. Let's just point to a table. Right, like he, it seems like ink that he's been using to write things. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take a little bit of that. You got a bottle or two of it? Yeah, right behind it, like on the table. So, uh, whatever ink costs regularly, uh, how was it, like a gold piece or something? Hell no. Like a copper. Yeah, so copper. Cool. Just well, I mean, regular, it's a, I mean, regular ink. Cool, I'll, I'll grab like three of them then. All right. Cool. I mean, yeah, it's cheap. Whatever the PHB says. Yeah. Ten gold pieces for... Ink? Yeah. One wow. Ounce, one ounce bottle. All right, so... I'll, then I'll grab two if it's ten... Is it 10? So it's 20 gold pieces. 20 gold? For a two, yeah. Wow. Uh, yep, then I'll grab both. I was way off. Yeah, dick. Yeah. All right, sorry, guys. I fucked Jeez. up. Maybe you should have taken that shot of that. Man, that cost just as much as Jarthra's services. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Skid, uh, Skid weighs 40 pounds. Uh, with all my equipment and everything, I weigh uh, between 155 and 160, give or take. And how much do you weigh, Thrax? Uh, with everything I have on me, 260 pounds. Where do you find that? On uh, your inventory? Oh, I weigh, I weigh 170 pounds with everything on me. There you go. All right, so you'll head outside. Jethro will size you all up. 
Unfortunately, I don't think we can take the sleds. This one weighs way too much. Noah, I can actually get into my shell. Y'all can just pull me behind you if you the want. The dogs could not handle it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, my friend, I don't think that changes the weight that you uh, carry. Well, you know, if you get a slippery thing going, sometimes uh, you can get it going. Is it downhill? We could push him along like some sort of hilarious sled. What if, uh, what if you had another dog? A really big dog. Strong dog. <laughs> Does he scratch his dwarven beard yeah. like you just did to you? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you mean by a bigger dog? I can show you if you like, but at least are they are they just mastiffs pulling? Do we have we seen them? Yeah, they're they're, like... big, they're big enough that they use the wolf stat block. I'll say that. Are they Siberian huskies? Yeah. Mastiffs? I'd say they're they're bigger. Malamutes? Larger, larger huskies. Sweet. One about twice the size of that. Every single one is named Zeus. Oh, well, then that means, you know, could probably pull the turtle and one of you other clowns. <laughs> we could always just walk. Just had a thought. How far away is the cairn? Ooh. That's a good question. Uh, it might take up to a day to get there. Walking? Yes. The whole day. That is long. We must prepare for staying out then. I'll usually take the sleds, if I'm going to be honest, to get to the dwarves. And at the can, there's dwarves that you deal with that aren't hostile or anything. Well, they have to live in the dwarven valley under the, the current. And do they have shelter there? Yes, of course. That's where the that's where the my people live, well, essentially. Come here. I want to sh- I want to show you this. It's between us, though. Okay. All right. And I'll just show that portion of the map if I can fold it down so he doesn't see the yeah, like spine fold it of the a world square where yeah. it has Karakona gone to it. Yeah. Yeah. See, absolutely. So there's the can, and this. And point to the outpost. This is where the outpost is. Well, that's that's how make, close it is. That should make things a lot easier. So do you think we get to the can and rest up? Or, like, you know the area, how close is it from where your people are? Well, let's see. Let's see, how close would that be, actually? Let's call it... So, from the rough assumption of looking at the map that you've provided, uh, let's say... Jartha suggests that it would be probably about... Six hours walking from the Dwarven Valley to the outpost, since you know the exact location of it. So a full day to get to the valley, and then six hours to get to the outpost. Oh, it'll take 12 on foot to get to the valley. Yeah, we gotta go on foot. I don't think we... We don't got the resources to pull the extra weight. And even if I... It's just... It's not gonna work. We gotta walk. It's okay, Skid. (sighs) We shall walk our path. We walked a path. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and uh, Jartha grabs a little bit of extra gear from inside since uh, you'll be walking. So going to put on a big, like a little slightly heavier cloak, kind of get ready, has his snowshoes on. Well, you all prepared? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't have a tent to anything unless we need to make camp. I got all the camping gear in the bag. You got all of it. I got it all. You've, well, got, uh, you've got us covered. I did it. All I right. got us all. I'm going to trust you, Skittles. You should. I will, I've always trusted you. You shouldn't trust me, but that's okay. I've Wait, got the supplies. Yes, I know. It's quite apparent. Uh, 
So we've got this covered. If we accidentally run into a blizzard or anything, we'll be fine. Yeah. We're not we're not being dumb. Yeah, no. Alright. Got rations and everything. Barry, you'll be cool. Yeah. You're fine walking. Alright. I am, I don't even have to ask Grim. He likes to walk everywhere. This one enjoys walking. You can enjoy the path that you're on at a slow rate and really take in all of the different directions it goes, all of the steps that you take, and all of the sights that you see along the way. Yes, you like walking, I like talking, skid and thrax like stalking monsters and beasts in the wilderness. I don't have a rhyme for Barry yet. I'm sorry about that work in progress. No problem. Stalking. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You've seen Barry with enemies. He's good at balking. Faking them out. I guess so. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Too much rhyming. Yeah. <laughs> Walla, while we walk and talk, I'll talk to Jartha. Jartha, you ever run into any, any beasts out there? Any things to be worried about? Any faces full of light or flying beasts or 12 hours a long time to be out in the elements oh no uh, for the most part uh, I haven't seen too much flying things uh, you know it's rocky things have really good uh, you know things are prepared for this kind of this area uh, I'd say watch out for crab cats there's a lot of rocky hilltops here I'd say I don't know um what else have I seen? If it blizzards, that's what we really need to worry about. That's when the yetis come out, and that would be a terrifying and Shit. possibly a uh, poor thing. Uh, the only anything out of the order, I've seen polar bears, you know. Have Thrax or Skater heard about crag cats? Yeah, absolutely. What's, what's, what's their deal? Crag cats are uh, basically large, uh, large cat-like creatures. They are known to... Let's see. They're known to basically, uh, they're usually all white, blend in with the, the surroundings very much, uh, very easily, I should say. Uh, and they have some sort of natural resistance to spell casting, though no one's been able to confirm or deny that in terms of actually examining them, or no one's even putting the time. Shit, hope you don't run into one of those. Okay. I was just wanting to make sure we'd be ready. Yeah, I mean, the, the scariest things I've seen out there are Snowy Owlbear. Um, and occasionally, you know, Kate, and again, I haven't seen it yet, but I know they're out there. Um, Alright, let's go. Right. We're ready. Let us walk the path. Walk the path, walk the path, let's walk the path. Alright, and uh, Jarth will lead the way. Uh, you guys are heading towards the Dwarven Valley. You do see footprints kind of heading away from the town that do look dwarvish in nature. That go a little bit more north towards the direction of uh, the outpost to where you know what that is. Mm. So you're now heading northwest to the west side of the cairn. Uh, you're going through the scenery around there is it starts pretty pretty stable in terms of snowfields, just open wide snowfields, very little tree coverage. Uh, and then you start seeing more and more rocky formations. Uh, you start to see more big pieces of rock jutting out from the ground. Uh, you can tell that this place, uh, a lot of it has been excavated maybe in ages past. Uh, rocks moved and left. Uh, so some look like natural formations, some look like 
man-made, just uh, not necessarily man-made formations, but just stones left, left in, left in their place. Uh, as you're walking, I'd say you get about four, five hours in, uh, and off in the distance, Jartha slows you down. Oh wait, over there, you can see their eyes. And you see two polar bears just kind of rolling around. Are they playing? Yeah, they're kind of sliding in the snow, like uh, you've seen on an Animal Channel, I'm sure. Uh, I guess um, Graham will go to Thrax and Skid, the hunters, and say, um, this one thinks that this is your realm. What do you think, Thrax? There's two of them. Adults? Yes. Two of them mind their own. Mm. Can leave them for today. Not today. Not today. No. It's weird sometimes when you see one, it's easier to go after it, but when they're paired up, this they're there together. It's, sometimes you just let them be. Yeah, and you see them, uh, you know, doing their thing where it's like they push their face in the snow and they're moving with their hind legs, just kind of being random polar bears. They're having fun? Yeah, they're hanging out in the snow. I'm uh, so glad we're not going to kill them. They, uh, you know, they've probably eaten their filth for today, so they're not really on the hunt, but they're they're pretty neutral at this point. This is true D&D escapism when you can have polar bears that are happy and not just dying from a drinking <laughs> fucking environment. Not immediately trying to kill you guys. No, I'm saying that they're all dying in this world. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'll give them a nice wide berth and go on. All right, Dratha nods. Uh... Nods at both of you, and uh, you guys, you all continue. And let's see for the big roll here. Big roll. The snowfall does get heavier, but it doesn't blizzard. So uh, the you're tracking through this is not really that affected. Uh, it does become a little bit slower, so it'll probably attack on an extra hour. But since you guys really have no plans to really step out of the path to the the Dwarven Valley. Uh, this continues unabated. And as you approach the valley, the rock formations become larger, more jagged. Uh, you can see the cairn is very close to you now. It's on the right side. It stretches you know, very high into the air. Uh, you can kind of make out the some of the trails that go up it, uh, the dwarven handmade trails. Uh, so that, uh, you know, for Brunor, Battlehammer's uh, remembrance and things like that. So you have, you have, you know, kind of a, looks like, Hilltop pass that lead to the top, so you could climb it if you would like to, but uh, it's more used as a holy site for uh, the dwarves at this point in its in its time. <coughs> uh, <coughs> sorry, choking on my own spit here for a moment. Jarthra turns you guys. Oh, it's right this way. We follow the ridge of the cairn, and then we go down south. We go into the uh, into the valley, yeah. All right, we've never been here before. Don't worry, the dwarves here are pretty friendly. We won't be going all the way in, but we'll be stopping at the closest outpost that's uh, nearest the surface. Is that are right? they, they be amenable to our staying? What's that? Will they let us grab some rest? Oh, absolutely. This is just a small outpost. Uh, it's usually where I pick up the ale. They bring it up from their lower depths. And then, uh, you know, I bring it from there. But they have places to stay. We'll be setting up tents. Um, it's not too far, so it's still be a bit cold, but we have enough uh, fire and things like that. 
there, they pull up things from the depths that uh, are able to keep us warm. Is there any type of leadership at this outpost? Uh, a captain? Uh, uh, I don't know. Just a lieutenant? Uh, somebody who takes charge of everything here? A, a uh, burgermeister? A uh, mayor? Um, maybe a duke? I don't know how dwarves work or operate really in their own society. It's, it's, a, it's a rare occurrence when I interact with them. Probably in packs. A duke? The most... most Tribes. Humanoids work in a societal structure similar to a pack. Well, well, I'll Chief, just... Chieftain? General? Yes, we'll find the chief dwarf. Yeah, I'll just save your your ramblings for now, and I'll just tell you that this is just an outpost, and likely, um... Uh, I was about to do the fucking shitty name generation. Do it! Do it! Do the shitty name generation! Uh, Kremlar, Kremlar is in charge. <laughs> All right, Kremlar, the man in charge, or woman, Kremlar, or non-binary. Kremlar Blorgenhan. Blorgenhan. <laughs> Jonathan, here's ten gold for tomorrow. <laughs> you ready to go bright and early? We go to the outpost. He heard the leader's name and said, <laughs> "I've had enough." <laughs> oh, it's right this way. Uh, you make your way down uh, some hewn stone, uh, hewn stone path <coughs> uh, is up to the standard of what well, you know dwarves uh, to able to do. So it's up to the Blorgen hand standard. <laughs> <laughs> this one believes it's called the Blorgen standard. It's broken, um. <laughs> so you guys find you find your way down these uh, nicely hewn paths. Uh, then you like after a couple turns, and you you uh, go into this valley. You look up. You can see kind of the edges of what you know to be the cairn, like up at the top. And you just basically are going down into a valley. Uh, at one point, about I would say 30 minutes down, uh, you come across a cave where you make a right turn into, and inside is just a couple dwarves. Uh, looks like guards, uh, and then a couple other ones looking over some papers and looking at some of the. Minerals and things brought up for likely trade with uh, with other locals. Um, amongst the minerals, is there any shiny blue Chardelin looking ones? There is not. Okay. <laughs> um, this is quite quaint. Yeah, this, this room is uh, this room is, I'd say about let's say fifty by sixty feet wide. Uh, some of it is natural cave face. Some of it is hewn out by the dwarves. And, uh, Jarthro will walk in. Oh, Kremla. Got some folk uh, needing to stay the night, yeah? Hell yeah. No problem. Sounds like Evan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Help them set up their tents wherever they'd like. Tent. We're staying in tents. Uh, it's okay, Ricky, um... When we get back to civilization, as you might call it, uh, you could sleep in a bed. Was your bed not comfortable last night? Oh, it was very comfortable indeed. <laughs> yes, where did you sleep last night? That's none of your fucking business. The hook, business. line, and sinker, you know that. Yes, I was at the hook, line, and sinker. Had a nice bed. And that was that. Well, gentlemen, uh, we have a lot of the day to... Still to use. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to start drinking now. 
because I'm here with some of my dwarven brothers, so I'm going to start drinking. We don't mind at all. Then I'll be able to fall asleep early and yeah, get up like, early, you know. Jarthra, is this your, your, these are your people? Yes, I used to live amongst them. Then I went down to the, the town and helped them out now. I like, I like living outside of the mountains, you know. I like exploring and adventure. Right. But originally you're from the mountains. Yes, absolutely. Gotcha. Well, thank you, and thank uh, Kremlar for the hospitality. Uh, this one is very happy to be here, and this one is happy that you walked the paths with us. It's my pleasure. Oh, uh, Jothra, before you go, I have heard from my uncle that the dwarves are quite good at uh, forging or producing a constructing armor of good quality. Do you settle any at this outpost, or would I have to head in further? Well, I'd have to, you know, I could have uh, Kremlar put in an order, something like that. Yes, um... Some you could reach down to the, to the lower levels, I'll bring it up if by you, the morning, I assume. If, if you don't mind, put in a good word for us, and uh, let them know I'd like some kind of uh, medium armor, scale mail, or the like. Scale mail? I'm sure they can bring that up real fast. Yeah, 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 I need better leather. This shit's too thin. You're looking for armors, then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We've got the gold to pay for it, so we might as well. That's right, right we have the money still. We got that guy, yeah, okay, I got yes, the gold. That's what I thought. I so thank you. Just uh, write on this here parchment, whatever it is you need. And uh, uh, Kremlin will send it down. Okay. Skid grabbed a pencil with his whole fist <laughs> and draw a crude picture of a chest plate. Uh, Steel, could you write good leather? I, uh, I don't know. I'm going to write the words. I think that this is supposed to be studded leather... Or something that's just better leather. Thank you, thank you. Question mark, question mark. Just give us what you've got that's really good. Then I will write... Not too good. Can you read this? Oh, I thought you were talking out loud as you're writing. (laughs) (laughs) You're dictating it for us, yeah. And I will also write down... uh, some kind of a medium armor, a scale mail, the like, maybe a breast, half breastplate. Also, whatever you've got that's of high quality and aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> then out loud, I will say, Grim, Barry, do you need any kind of uh, metallurgy or, or craftsmanship done? You know, procuring goods. Why? I want to make sure you're outfitted for defense in case we get attacked again. It's happened multiple times and we've almost all died. With what? Agreed. Barry, are you okay? You've got a thick shell. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, they don't really make it in my size, but one day I'm looking to get some bracers. What about uh, putting, like, bone spikes on your shell? It's not really... It's more your guys... All right, I don't think it's that they can... It's not my style, really. Thrax, I don't think that they can do that here. He's immediately suggesting his aesthetic of material. <laughs> what about giant bone spikes coming from your shell? Rex, do you need I'm a- sorry, that's very funny. <laughs> God damn it. You could put little rings around them at the bottom. Rex, I've got to get this list off. Do you, do you need anything? Are you I, okay right now? I'm okay. You're absolutely sure you can think of anything that you want. All right. A Very. leader for our tribe. Perhaps this. I don't think the dwarves. Brogenham could be it. I don't believe that these dwarves can do a. It's. I don't want to explain this concept right now. A leader Write is that not. on that paper. Yes. 
See if they have it at the stall. All right. I will pretend to write for uh, a good two minutes, like multiple sentences describing, and it's all just scribbles, and I write, please ignore this part at the bottom. Um, I'm, I see a good spot over there. Skid will go run over and reach into his bag of holding and pull out a camping tent that's way too large and starts hammering <coughs> in pittance and I setting it up. I start helping right away. And I pull out the second one. I hold it up yeah. while you get the bottom bang, part. Bang, 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 set it all up. Everybody, get some good rest. Prepare for battle tomorrow. All right, I guess here's the list. I guess we've got to prepare for rest now. We, Skid, you know, I like him, so I follow what he likes to do. May your sleep be filled with dreams of paths. Skid's got wire all over him, yawned and wrapped about. He somehow mixed himself up in his tent. I need help before we go to sleep, though. You guys are also not tired yet. You have plenty of time. I thought this was a 12-hour walk. Yeah, you left at like 6 in the morning. So it's only like 6 p.m. Well, I imagine we're tired. We'll go to bed at like 8 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, I'll read the journal and just write. Just if you want to do anything in this time. Mm -mm. If there's anything you want to do. Nah. Nah? Grandma. Well, so the the Dwarven Valley, we're at the utmost part. Then it goes deeper in and it seems to get more populated the further in you go in the valley uh so it's basically uh the valley itself it's it's hewn dwarven roads uh there's also a mix of not hewn roads um there's you know it's lit up with uh, a little bit of tor- like torches things like that the it goes deeper for sure uh the you, the doors clearly live deep into this valley and are mining it out somewhere below uh, at least the a larger city is likely to be down there uh, you haven't learned any of that information of this of this city, and like they don't really come out and involve themselves in ten towns, or at the very least, you haven't visited the dwarven town of ten towns. Are, are there any dwarves around us, or Jarthra and all of them are like leaving? And... No, they're all hanging out there. This is like this is just their outpost. I is it warm? Is there like fires lit everywhere? What's the sort of vibe? Yes, it's warm. They have a they have a large fire in the middle of the room. It's keeping you warm, and it looks like they have rocks heating it, and uh, you guys in real world will know this as things like, as coal. So it is very warm in here. As we're putting the tent together, I'll sort of look at Skid, and I'm like, Skid, uh, these dwarves are quite resilient. It seems there's iron in their blood. Yeah. I wonder if the dark ones are the same. Hmm. I wonder if they're as strong as these. They seem scary. Oh, not now. They're the hunted. We're the hunters. All right. Uh, tomorrow we hunt. He who watches watches us all. He watches. Let's have a drink with these dwarves and go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they invite you over. Um, just to clarify, the order you put in is for... Studded leather armor, and then what's the armor you're kind of looking for? Uh, any medium armor, but specifically scale mail. They've got it. Scale? Okay. You know, or half breastplate. Whatever, half breast, I don't remember what it's called. The, there's also the breastplates. There's scale mails and breastplates. Yeah. Whatever they got. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll give it to... It's a crazy name, right? <laughs> Kremlar. So uh, he gives a note to Kremlar. They talk Kremlar for a moment. Kremlar Borgenhand. And uh, Kremlar, uh, see him turn to one of the other dwarves, call him over, hands him the note. 
The other note seems to the other uh, the other dwarf seems to cast a spell and talk to someone or like just stare off into the abyss for a moment. And you can kind of tell as a caster is you can tell it's casting like likely sending or something of the sort. And then uh, you can then you are free to drink with the dwarves. Uh, they have their they have one of the barrels of uh, ale that. You are familiar with uh, Ricky Steel. You've seen these barrels in the uh, the hook, line, and sinker, and so these are the dwarves that uh, Glenn gets his ale from. If possible, I'd like to just hang out by the coals, by that warm fire, and do a few hours of tattooing on myself. Absolutely, cool. All right, and then you proceed to drink and eventually fall asleep in your tents. And, uh, yeah, the rest of the night's pretty fairly uneventful. Uh, you hear some shuffling at parts of the night, likely a shift change or guards changing, but nothing nothing eventful happening. You hear the fire crackle up. You feel the room, you know, gaining heat, lowering heat, gaining heat, lowering heat, and you can tell that's the fire going slowly getting lower, more coal being added, etc. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for the night. And you all wake up in the morning once again. Skid will do the same thing he did yesterday and get his spear. Time to crush some Jericho today! Slash, slash, slash! And then give some good berries to Thrax and Grim. Break down the tent. <coughs> pack it back up. Let's pack it up with a bag of holding and stuff it in there with you. Jartha, you ready? Yep, Jartha's already awake, uh, eating some food by the fireside. Jartha, the longer we stall, the more time that the Dwergar have to prepare. We must move with haste down the path. Absolutely. Ready whenever you are. We're ready now. Let's fucking go. Anyone want some morning battle wine? <laughs> uh, uh, the the pilgrim, like, uh, their, like, head just turns in the slowest stare with, like, the smallest smile looking right at you as you say that. Breakfast wine. This one heard breakfast wine. Thrax sort of says it and pulls out one of the corks and we have no cups anymore. He must and he takes a sip from the I'm jar. already genuflecting before you. He pours it into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to I turn to Barry Barry, uh, it will be cold. The fight might rage long. Would you like breakfast wine? Yeah, same as yesterday. No thank you, brother. Uh and then goes, turns to Ricky Steele. Ricky, would you like breakfast wine? I appreciate the thought, Thrax. And yes, I would. And he pours it into your mouth then. And then he goes to skid and forth. Yes, please. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> brother. Hot damn. <laughs> Licks all over it. It's super messy. I'm glad you went last. Jothra, would you like some breakfast <laughs> wine? Or, I've already had a couple of ales, but yeah, I'll take some wine as well. I'm s- this one is sorry. There's goblins. Did you already all say over. you've already had a couple ales? Warm a dwarf, aren't I? He holds it above you like a. and sort of starts pouring it so you can get it in your mouth or however you want. Oh, hell yeah, you're gonna pour it in though? Yeah. Yeah, he loves that. We don't have any cups. No, no cups. It's a big jug. Kremar motions to him himself, <laughs> and he's like, eh. Starts leaning it and pouring <laughs> it slowly. Now that this one and everyone else has consumed their breakfast wine, the path waits before us. 
Shall we walk, Jarthra? Oh, just wait a minute. I got your things here, too. And uh, pulls out the... Uh, they were quick. <laughs> yeah, they, you could hear the clanking. You likely got delivered in the middle of the night when you heard some clanking. Um, and these are... You know, these are, would be standard standard provisions that the dwarves have already had made, so it's not like they had to forge them that night. So they already had them. The studded leather... Uh, Ooh, wait, are you allowed to wear studded leather? There's metal on them. I don't know. Oh, shit. Ooh, interesting moment here. No. Would you like to switch that to a different leather? No. <laughs> I'll throw it in the bag of holding. Okay, the studded leather is... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm curious there. You, They deliver it, and it has metal in it. And Skid sees it? Like, I just... I don't mean to pry. Like, what? What's the reaction? Like, what? What do you feel about it? Not to be a jerk. I'm just curious. That seems like a a cool moment for Skid. Ah, uh, no, he sees it, and it, it's it's an introspective moment. He looks and touches the the studs holding in the leather to place, and just kind of looks around and tracks sheepishly and. Without saying anything, kind of just shoves it into his bag real quickly and quietly and, and uh, just reflects on himself. Doesn't make it an outward moment, but an inward moment. Yeah, so the stud leather I give you uh, has the kind of the, looks like a breastplate, uh, like uh, basically a piece of leather covering the top with lines going down, uh, shoulder pads uh, with basically the, I don't know, dangling parts. I don't really know what that's called off the shoulders that come downward. Uh, each of the rivets. You notice the two biggest ones on the chest have the symbol of Brunor Battlehammer on it, which is a shield shape with a mug, a frothy mug of beer. Sick. The breastplate that is delivered uh, has the same uh, breast coverage, the uh, like a, a shape that goes down to about your top of your stomach, uh, and the center of it is also the symbol of Brunor Battlehammer. Uh, it has leather straps in, uh, across the top has golden, it's silver, it's completely silver, but except for these golden, uh, basically, strips that go down uh, towards your hips, and it ends right above your, uh, basically, belt waist with a little bit of leather that comes down under it. These are both well-made items, and you know them to be very durable. This is fantastic. You require payment for this. Uh, no, we decided uh, that we're going to give them to you for free since you're going to fight the Duragar, our sworn enemies. Fucking sick! That's fantastic. When Skid looks at the studded armor and he's like, you know, he can't wear it. And Thrax is like, sort of knows about the metal thing. looks and goes, I wonder if we can get these fashioned with bone. No, no, that's what I was thinking. I'm going to take out the metal and put bone in them. Maybe. It'll just be a project. They won't need it now, but we'll get it later. All right. Great fucking idea, right? It's a great idea. Sick. And we can take it from the bones of the ones we sacrifice. Exactly. And make it stronger. Oh, Empowered spikes. by grumps. Perhaps spiked leather. Spiked huh? leather. <laughs> fucking metal bullshit will be gone. Duragar bones might make good studs. I know where we could find some. Let us get bones for your armor. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god. Are you all done over there? I'm sorry. Fuck yeah, I'm sorry. let's go! 
side conversations are beginning to bore me. Does it fit you, Ricky? What? Your new armor? Yes, it fits perfectly. All right. I think they made some adjustments in the middle of the night. All right, we'll set off with Jarthra. Headed straight for the outpost. Yep, Jarthra will pack up his gear, throw on, uh, throw on his backpack, throw up his hood. All right, right this way. He'll take you up out of the valley. As we walk, Skittle, go up to, uh, Barry. Barry, I saw you, uh, working on your skin last night. What's up, short stack? What were you writing on yourself? <laughs> oh, uh, nothing, uh, I saw, I always got a project or two in, uh, you know, in progress. Uh, it's a leg piece I've been working on. It's a knucklehead with some other stuff. What's going on? You, uh, you mentioned you might want something, right? I just, does it, does it hurt? You do it to yourself? No, not right there. We barely feel it. All right, well, I might need some soon if you could, if, if, if you wanted to. Yeah, we make it out of here alive. We'll set something up, brother. Okay, okay. It looks fucking sick, man. Oh, appreciate that. All right. Don't die. Let's go. All right, you guys head out into the wilderness once again. Ooh. Uh, Jartha leads you out. Uh, you head basically to the base of the cairn. And, uh, Jartha's like, we're basically going to follow this closely. Uh, for whatever reason, it's usually safer to stay close to this. Uh, whether it's, you know, the historical tale of this place is a sacred place and whatnot. But either way, it's generally safer along this. So we'll take this as, as far as we can. And you'll begin your trek near the cairn. Uh, you see the path upward towards the top that is clearly labeled uh, about Brunor's uh, ascent. And so you have uh, basically some dwarven, some tribal dwarven things. You see his uh, his symbol uh, carved into the stone, uh, at least one of the largest stones that makes up the cairn. And you continue around basically unoffendfully. As you leave the shadow of the cairn, you enter back into the snow fields where you do see large pieces of rock uh, jutting out from the ground, left in the ground, etc. Same, same, basically the same, the same landscape that you saw on your way to the valley. Um, let's see here. The weather, the weather holds. Uh, is not even snowing at this point. Still very cold, but uh, more, let's say, clear day, so to speak. Not clear in general, but like overcast but the but still dark and not but not snowing no no inclement weather about mm, let's see Jotha tells you that's about a eight hour walk likely to the outpost no sorry not eight hours sorry four hour walk to the outpost that was the other one and uh about halfway to through uh into your into the wilderness you do hear, feel a slight rumbling, and Jartha told you to say, like, puts out her hand, his hand. Freeze. A rumbling from the from the ground, like below us. Bow yes. Up. Freeze. Someone farts and <laughs> be quiet. Sorry. Knuckleheads, dude. I'm not sure what that is. But what do you think to you could what do you think we should do? Wait and freeze for ten seconds, see if it comes again. Cross um, cold, uh, cold. uh the pilgrim will put uh 
his ear down on the ground and try to, uh, you know, listen mm. um, and just try to feel what's happening in any direction. Uh, not sure, but just, you know, trusting the paths and, and seeing what's up. You feel faint vibrations of what would seem like many legs. So, uh, I say grim because I, you all, you two, uh, meaning Thrax and, and Skid, especially call me Grim, so I kind of like that name. Um, grim, putting his ear to the snow, feeling many legs, pushes it further down to like the really core of the ground. They like no, like really pushing his head into the snow. And the, the, the idea of many, many legs is very interesting to Grim, but is it a disturbing amount of legs? I guess is what I would say. Like an unfathomable amount for a humanoid to think of, I suppose. Uh, and it's okay if that's too much. I just roll I'm, a history check. Oh, for sure, brother. Hell yeah! While he's doing that, I'm had my bow out, but dodge action for mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. I'm dodging. Yeah, I got a four. A four. I'm uh, dumb as hell, y'all. You can tell that this is not humanoid. The legs are not humanoid legs. Is there, we're in like a rocky outcropping, is there trees around us? There are no trees around No me. trees, and it's not snowing. Uh, you basically see some larger pieces of, like, larger rocks, and just snowfield. Something different is amongst us. Be careful, everyone on your toes. Hunters, be ready. Barry, prepare your magic. Ricky Steele. I'll do what I can. You do, do yeah. Look, look cool or something. I'll do me. This Dad. one believes that something is among us. Darth, have you ever been in a fight? No, I usually avoid all contact with enemies. I let my change today. It's your time. You better get ready. Prepare Bad news, Jarthra. You're walking with the Pathwalkers. And we some... Sorry, Grim. What were you saying? You got it, brother. I'm just getting amped up. Jothra will slowly unhook a pickaxe, or not pickaxe, a military pick from his side and unload a shield that he had on his back. Skittle smile and look to him and go on all fours and bones will start creaking and popping and breaking out of his back as he transforms into a dire wolf and just growls. How loud is this? Um, Like that. Nothing, nothing crazy. Okay. What's his bone sound like? <laughs> no, no, eventually. He transforms the pop sound. I'm, I like to think that Skid is standing right in front of Thrax. Yeah. Are you deciding to move or are you deciding to stay still? If nothing happens, then... I, I, I think my, my head is down in the snow listening. I'm still... I, I, I'm fascinated by this. I jump but, on, I'll jump on Thrax. Or on Skid eventually. At my arrow knock. Eventually means how long? If we're sitting there in silence and it's just rumbling and nothing happens, he will jump on the back. Yeah, you feel some rumbling, but it stops when you all stop. Wait a minute. No rumbling. Skid will start padding forward slowly. 
As you pad forward slowly, you see steam blast from the snow. Uh, this creature is able to hide its body temperature so it doesn't melt its cover. But out from the snow comes a young remoras, and it rips out and Rah! screams at you. And we'll be rolling for initiative. Studios, thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the Wayrat Discord. Talk with other listeners and the Wayrat crew. Post funny pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at WayratStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. Step right up, step right up to the Wary Christmas Holiday Giveaway. Test your knowledge and win a prize. And who do we have here, young lad? Uh, my name's Jimmy, mister. Jimmy? Very well. Have you been paying attention to the show, young man? Let's find out. To test your knowledge, um, just stand on that platform right over there. Okay, up here? Yes, yes, right, that should do. All right, Jimmy, first question. What do the Pathwalkers drink every morning? Milk. Very good. Uh, next question. What is the name of the ice-melting monster the Pathwalkers fight? Uh, maybe you should ask somebody else. Uh, I wasn't paying attention, truly. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I can't do that. What is the name of the Durgar whose father will bring terror to the Ten Towns? Hemoth, I don't know. <laughs> oh, young Jimmy. Sadly, those are wrong. Dead wrong! While Jimmy's chances are finished, you can join the fantasy fun with the Wary Christmas giveaway. Can you answer the three questions Jimmy got wrong? Enter for your chance to win every week in December. To participate in the Wary Christmas Holiday Prize Contest, you must first share the podcast on social media with a link to your favorite episode and provide a screen capture or link for us to check out on the Wary Christmas channel on Discord. Then, you must answer the three questions from the quiz to determine your reward. We will decide if you are naughty or dice. All prizes are a mystery, but some very lucky winners will win dice used at the table by the Were-Rat crew and more. See you next week for more questions. <laughs> All right, so um, from beneath the snow, nice burst of remorse, cloud, uh, cloud steam, body, body pulsing with internal fire. It is a almost a 
light blue to white colored. Uh, it's got giant wind-like fins, flare from the back of its head, and its wide mouth brims with jagged teeth. Can we get that noise one more time? No. <laughs> How far we'll is it from post. us? We'll do it in post. It's about 30 feet from here. <laughs> nice. Uh, Thrax, you are up first. I instantly put the... How far away is it from? 30 feet. 30 feet? I put the bow, I like let it just sort of drop, pull out one of my five spears, and I will hold an action until a skid gets up close to pierce it with my, uh, to attack then with my spear. Okay. Uh, that would mean skid is up then. Direwolf, uh, puts his front shoulders down, his back hind legs tense, and just sprints, sprints 50 feet towards it, or with its 50 feet of movement, and will do a, you know, jumping bite attack on its face or side, and then try to get up next to it so Thrax can attack as well. Alright. Uh, 19 to hit. 19 hits. 13 damage. 13 damage? And then, unless it's immune to prone, it has to make a strength save of 13. It's not. That is a 21. It is not knocked prone. And I'll just, like, slide my body along the remora so uh, Thrax has a good spot to get in on it. Thrax, uh, you're attacking as well? It's a 22 uh, to hit. For six damage. Six damage. And then as I hit it, I look at it and I will unwavering mark it. Okay. So it is now marked by me. Uh, okay, and then uh, Skid, you take eight damage, fire damage. And Thrax, you take six fire damage. As you cut into this, the heat and fire from inside its body sprays out in almost a steam in, into your guys' bodies. I put unwavering mark in roll 20 for you. Okay, cool. All right, next is Pilgrim. All right, um, uh, the Pilgrim will see the scene unfold before him, and he will go behind the turtle, behind Barry, and on Barry's shell, find the mark of the path that the Pilgrim has made many times, which is a straight line down, one curved half sort of circle upwards, one curved cir- circle downwards, kind of like a basketball, mm-hmm. tennis ball type of shape, and give him uh, resistance. Yeah, as a cantrip, and then immediately kind of uh, briskly walk over to the the left hand side, kind of spreading out the party, uh, and and uh, in my turn right there. Thanks, traveler. All right, Ricky Steele. Well, this is fucked. May the light of the Fae fuck your world up, and I will cast Fairy Fire on the Remoras. All right, and that's a deck save. It is a deck save. You got to roll it too, right? There's a 15. That saves. Fuck me. Uh, I will move uh, closer to the Roras by about 10 feet, this young Remoras, and I will uh, look over to uh, Grim, who, and I will uh, say, Grim, you bring a vim of life to our group, and I hope you can let us survive this fight, and I will give him magic particle inspiration. So you have a d6. You can roll whenever. You can add it to your healing spells. Oh, beautiful. Sick. Wow. Sick. Thank you. Uh, the Remoras uh, rears back. It sees one of its favorite prey, which is a, uh, a Arctic wolf, and it will strike down upon um, uh, just, Skid. Just, just so you know, I've marked it so it's disadvantaged to hit right. Skid. That's 
15. Hits. 15 hits. So it deals 20 damage and 7 fire damage. <laughs> Next is Barry. Great. Uh, what's the distance between Barry and this thing? Big beast? 30 feet. Beautiful. All right. Um, as I'm uh, running on in, like charging towards this thing, um, you can see in the air I'm uh, weaving some of these like uh, arcanic symbols, and then I kind of just like stick my single flipper towards it. And um, it uh, could you ha could it make a intelligence save, please? Absolutely. Can't be that smart, right? That is a one. Cool. Oh. All right. Cool. Excellent. Uh, so it takes uh, it. Uh, you can see it like quiver a little bit, and it takes six psychic damage, and then it also has a minus d4 to its next saving throw. Minus d4 is uh -huh. next saving throw, cool. And then I'm gonna run up directly uh, up up to it and and try to kind of like run next to uh, uh, the wolf. Uh, if you're, you're imagine just right next, right, right. I'm kind of gonna run up next to you, and and if I can, I would flank around if possible, uh, if there's that much room. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So I don't know if it might be too big to flank some big monsters, but. Running up after that, and then pass the turn. Okay, cool. Uh, Jartha, seeing this unfold and seeing the steam that happened, will actually drop the shield and war pick that he's holding and instead pull out a crossbow and fire a shot. That misses significantly. He flies wide, <laughs> and <laughs> Thrax, you are now up. Uh, all right, so I first stab with my spear. Boom. That's a 13 to hit. 13 misses. And then I use a bonus action. I have advantage on this to hit since he attacked with my mark. Okay. So then that is a 14 to hit with advantage. 14 does hit. Ooh. That is 10 piercing damage. 10 damage. Mm -hmm. And you take 7 fire damage as the steam sprays out from it once again. Dang. <laughs> it's a trade, right? Uh, and that is it. That's it. I passed my turn. All right, Skid, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> he looks bad. Looks real bad in wolf form. And I uh, will take a bite attack at it. All right. Uh, 15 to hit. 15 hits. Double sixes on the damage. 15 piercing damage. 15 nice. piercing damage. I also almost crit, so that's 11 fire damage back to um, you. Can you make a strength save? Absolutely. And minus d4 from somebody's effect? Mm -hmm. Plus four, so it's an 18, straight 18. Um, Direwolf pops back into Skid and is now in between Thrax's legs. After taking, you said it was 11? 11, yeah, 11 okay. fire damage. And Skid takes a little bit of that excess. Is Skid okay-ish? Yes. Okay. Skid looks like he's well. Ugh. How's Thrax looking? <laughs> yeah, 35 of 46. Thank you. <laughs> It's very straightforward. Uh, Fulgrim, you're up now. All right. Well, man, I was really hoping to, to cure up a skid there and keep you in wolf form. So I'm kind of struggling for a turn here. Therefore, I'm delaying by talking. <laughs> um, I believe that um, Grim is going to uh, run up to the um, Remoras and take the dodge action and lift his staff just high above him and just try to wave it around to get their attention and take the dodge action. Damn. All right, uh, roll a d20. For sure, brother. That's a seven. Okay. 
That would mean Ricky Steele's up. The fuck is wrong with all of you? Uh, he whispers to himself as he looks at the remoras. Does it look like it's very tall? How big is it? Yes, it is quite large. It's not as big as a standard remoras, but it is a large monstrosity. Sick. Uh, it's yeah. like 20 feet long. Yeah, 20 feet long. Uh, the head and wingspan part of it is obviously bigger. Uh, then it tapers down to a smaller tail at the end, and it has basically little legs across it, much like a centipede. Ooh. Ricky Steele uh, whips out his rapier, twists it in his hand, twirls it very quickly, writes a symbol in the snow on the ground, and flicks the snow in the air, targeting a point above the remoras, and casts Shatter to make sure he doesn't hit his allies, which are now in range. All right. It. That's a constitution saving throw. That is a 10. You fail. You take 16 thunder damage. 16 thunder damage. Sick. And I will keep put and keep surveying the battlefield. Alrighty. It is now the Remora's turn. Uh, the Remora's did not roll high enough to not target Pilgrim, so it will target Pilgrim. And it comes down with a biting attack on probably your mid flank. Hell yeah, AC 12, baby. <laughs> that is a 13. Oh, God. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> and, it deals 20 regular damage and 7 fire damage to you. Uh, okay, I'm up. Um, you said Pil- 20 and 7? Yeah, 20 and 7. Pilgrim yeah. was close to us when you ran up to us to distract it, correct? Yeah, it's, he's right next to you. So then I would take, uh, since he was close enough to and it attacked me, I would take a sentinel attack against it. Okay. Oh, sorry, I, I was taking the dodge action there, so you would have disadvantage oh, on that attack. Nice. I'm sorry. Good looking out. Yeah. That is higher than the Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, a 13 seemed pretty low to be good with that. I was pretty lucky with that one. Yeah, we're cool. And then I would just take a, a Sentinel, and it would be 17 to hit. 17 to hit. Does hit. Six damage. Just with a spear slashing it across it. has it. nine damage back to you. Fuck. That wasn't a good trade. Uh, it is bleeding significantly from its uh, like lower stomach where you guys have been stabbing it uh, near its neck. So it is, it is bleeding quite a bit. Uh, next is Barry. Oh. Yes. On that attack, could I be able to add two more for Fury of the Small? Sure. But Absolutely. Excellent. Fury of the Small to get him a little bit more. You picked the wrong pair to tango with, buddy. And uh, I'm going to take my flipper and slap him, slap him right in the, right in the chest <laughs> with my flipper. Roll for it. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah, that, uh, 21 total, yeah. Twenty one to hit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you hit. Yeah. Well, that is uh, only five. But five. So uh, you take away five health from it. Your slipper hits it, yeah. and as you kind of cut into it, uh, it sprays you for twelve damage. Max roll. Was that? Uh, was that? As a reaction, you see the fire. I kind of like suck it in, and I cast uh, absorb, absorb elements. All right. And, and, and the, dam- the damage is halved, and now you can see my flipper is glowing with a fiery glow, getting ready to fucking whip him again with it. All right. So yeah, you'll but I take six. Six. Yeah. six. I think Crassie's gonna ask what I was wondering. Is that an unarmed strike that you just did? It is a, a turtle thing. Turtles have a. Uh, oh, okay. so it is slashing. Or it, it might yeah. be might be slashing. I imagine it's whatever a slap well, it's would whatever be. Whatever any melee attack causes the response. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. Even t- touching it or a melee attack causes the response. Great. Uh, Jartha is up. Jartha will reload crossbow and shoot again. That one actually hits. So. See how much damage it does here. 
does seven damage to the remoras as the arrow pierces it right in the front of its body. Hey. Sick. Hey, uh, DM, when that arrow pierces, is there like fire kind of coming out of the remoras? You said they're exuding heat. Yeah, usually steam. It's usually a lot of hot steam. The blood does look like, let's say, called like magma almost in a way. But You said there was a, a large uh, kind of cut in front of the pilgrim. I can see like uh, some sort of fiery. Yeah, you can okay. see you can see it bleeding in front of you. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Dax, you were up. I poke into it with my spear again. For 25 to hit. 20 will hit. 25 will hit. And that is for only 5 damage. 5 damage. It's looking very rough. You take 8 damage and fire damage. And I use a bonus action to make an advantage attack at it. Alright. With a spear. Uh, 17... Uh, so twenty, another twenty-two, and that's eight more fire damage, or eight more piercing damage. All right, and as you stab into it, uh, it sprays you one last time for four damage, and then describe your kill. Ooh. Yes. Uh, so I take a lot of damage first, and then as I stab it with my spear, and then imbued with having marked it, I just flip the spear around and ram it with the end of it straight through its body and pull to the side. Like, Pull it with as much skin as I can through like the chunks that a uh, skid and all of us have put into it, and I just pull it apart, hopefully releasing guts all over me. Yeah, I'd stuff. say uh, not not entirely uh, familiar with the anatomy of remoras. I'd say yeah, you cut through. I guess the I'm assuming they breathe air, even though they're monstrosity and things like that. So let's go ahead and assume that something in there. Let's say the uh, the the the, the the organs that create the furnace-like heat within its body, you cut open. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Oh, jeez. This <laughs> <sighs> killer looks a little worse for the wear and just goes and pats Thrax on the side and pulls out a couple of empty vials and starts collecting some of the blood. And maybe, maybe if he can't, some of the... Is the blood like the heart? Is there a separate substance leaking from it? No, no. Uh, I would say it's still all the same substance. Uh, there is, you know, meat you could harvest. There are body parts you could harvest. All right, just just go for the blood. All right. Get three vials of those. And then we'll just, like, kind of limping, pat Thrax again, and go up to the head of the beast and cut its eyeball out. All right. Yeah, you cut its eyeball out. Yeah. So you definitely have the eyeball. And uh, create a bonfire and say some words to Grumpsh and squeeze the eyeball into the fire. And burn the eyeball. The eyeball does not burn because it is immune to fire. <laughs> Just sits there, then. I, uh, <clears throat> I stab the spear through the eyeball. That'll do it. <laughs> and go, he watches. He watches. Oh. Fuck. thing hurt. I think I'll, it goes without saying that I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself. Um, and uh, I'll cast it at first level and then use the uh, um, bardic inspiration that Ricky gave me as well so just to clarify but I'm only gonna do it at level one and uh, see what happens there yeah I I pet skid on the back of one of our bigger fights where we didn't go down friend perhaps our sacrifices are working getting stronger we can add this to the list of monstrosities and beasts we've slain in honor of the wolf tribe yes your guy you did you did good too guys barry you were right up in his fucking face you too grim 
Uh, I'm looking pretty good now. I got a really fat heel. Nice. I'm up to 23 hit points. There you go. Uh, Drathel, thank you all for protecting me. I'm clearly not as much of a combatant, but here I do have these, and he'll hand you each one of the smallest healing potions. Jarthra, you walked your path. Your arrows went where the arrows were meant to go. Be not ashamed of your battle prowess. You are our guide. We walk the path with you. Now you've seen some shit in the area you patrol, yeah? Add this to the list of crack cats and yetis. <laughs> so what the fuck was that thing? I'm gonna open up my journal. Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Drift's diary and see if, uh, and just kind of like furiously thumb. Again, I'm gonna turn around yeah. from everyone. Uh, just because I'm not sure about this thing and I don't want to freak anyone out. But I'm going to kind of like page through it furiously. Hmm. It's a good question if they have that. I will look through the I'll look through the list of uh, sure. creatures and see if it will appear. I mean, do I do I see anything or not? Or like uh, uh you I mean it doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm not sure if there's uh, one okay. for the sure. remorse. Sure. I take the healing potion in like the first thing I do. Yeah, I'll check mine too. Okay. Um DM, does the remorse have like claws? Like are there any? So the, the is there anything reminiscent to bone on its on its skeleton, or like even if it's like its fingernails or the tips of anything? Yeah, I'd say this thing is large enough to need more than just carapace to function. So I'd assume that there is bones in it. Uh, probably in yeah, because snakes have bones too. So it'd probably be along those lines. Yeah, I would uh, try to harvest some sturdy bones or nails or claws or something. Absolutely. You could totally uh, harvest something like the ribcage, what would be a ribcage sort of thing uh, across it. Uh, or even parts of, let's say, the giant fins. Uh, they have long, uh, the long parts, maybe very thin bones as well. Nope. Yeah, Skid will try to get some of that. This one thinks we should move quickly, lest more come. Yes. Also, if we see one again, maybe not engage it directly. It seemed to be emitting heat from its body and burning all of you every time you hit it. Thrax, we've seen you shot from a f- shoot from afar. Perhaps next time you use uh, utilize that. Uh, we were in its face, though. We like to get him and get getting daddy. and getting burnt alive. Well, someone had to. And I, that is why this one went close to distract it. Yes, what next time, it? range might be better. Shall we carry on? Yes. Just stand back next time. Yes. Sage advice. <laughs> I'll let Barry deal with it. <laughs> He's got a shell. Yeah, I, I've heard of those things, but was unaware of that hot proximity. Barry fucking hit it with his fist. <laughs> he was fist fucking that thing. <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was open palm. Oh, the disrespect! <laughs> <laughs> Crazy fucker. All right, let's go. Travel onward. All right, you guys continue to travel onward. Won't be the only thing we fucking kill today. <clears throat> travel onward. It takes about uh, another hour to get to kind of the general area of where the Durgar outpost that you're looking for. Um, I'd say about a mile away from where it's marked on the map. You can slightly start to see it. A blocky stronghold, bereft of warmth or charm, juts out of a hillside in a rough crescent shape. The only part of its construction is only part of its construction is visible. The rest is buried in stone. 
A large double door of stone serves as the main entrance. The terrain leading to it is a gently upward sloping plain covered with fresh snow. A stream used to flow out of a barreled culvert northeast of the main entrance, but the waterway has frozen. Two other barred openings can be seen along the stronghold's northern wall. Anyone positioned behind these openings would have an unobstructed view of the hillside. Closer to you, uh, separated from the rest of the stronghold, is a snow-covered stone bunker perforated by arrow slits. So just to get an idea of what's going on, um, uh, Grim will go up very, very quietly and kind of look back at the party and say, this one will listen. And uh, I'll slowly creep up. So you're about a mile off. Oh. So this, what you can see is what I put on the map in the distance. Then we'll all get closer. Uh, what route would you be taking? Uh. I don't know. But I'm going to let the trackers and Grim and whoever else is good at this lead this. Gather will say, I'm not going to that place with you, you understand, right? You're not coming in? Absolutely not. Alright, stay here. Hey Grim, come with me. Okay? Yeah, I'll go with uh, uh and before we leave, I'll good. cast past our trace on the group. And okay. as as we leave it'll just be me and Grim affected and we go. We'll just go north, you see, to that little mesa, and we'll sneak along the side, hopefully get some cover from the cliff edge, and we'll sneak up to this, this, uh, tower by the, by the, you know, north. So we'll DM head as I'm clicking on the map, head north here, and then follow this mesa line to get to the guard tower on its right, west side, east side. Are we coming from this side too? On the bottom, sort of eastern part? Yeah, you're coming from basically off the map. So. Is it snowing? It is not snowing. Okay. So we'll just go real quietly and I'll kind of be crouching and leading him. As we're going up there, I just want to look around for uh, dwarven footprints as well. Dwarven footprints? Yeah, if they've been recently around. I. Yes. Yeah, they're slightly covered, uh, just from wind and things like that, but they're relatively fresh, so they came back at some point in the morning. And then we'll sneak up to the tower. Okay. And you're going through that north area, right? Yeah. Uh, up on the top over here where I'm clicking. You're going this way. Okay, so you're taking the ridge line uh, to the right side of the tower. Uh, as you're up on the ridge line and to the right there, uh, you're being quiet, yes? Yeah, and we're not leaving any footprints due yeah. to magical means. Got it. So as you travel along the top, you realize... Is everyone coming with us, or is it just Skid and... I think it's just the two of us. Okay. Just real quick, and we'll run back to them. Yeah, you realize that... This side of, let me just see if I can reveal it. Uh, this side of the tower has no arrow slits. And you would be able to sneak up without anyone seeing you from that angle. Excellent, excellent. Uh, 
You want to try to listen here? Should we get closer? Uh, I... Uh, this one can only hear within... About ten meters. Aren't we're standing directly next to the... It doesn't have arrow slits on this side, but this would be the, the guard tower separated from the... Yes, this would be a tower. Yeah. You ever don't see any doors on the outside. Outdoors. Yeah, if, I, if we're right next to that, I would like to put my ear down and listen. Okay, if you get up next to it, uh, first roll stealth checks. Got plus 10. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. All right, yeah, you guys remain unhidden. And you put your ear down to the ground. And I'll just keep a watch out everywhere else. Yeah, you kind of, uh, you hear uh, basically a stationary shuffling of one dwarf inside the tower next to you. I'll just hold up uh, my hand and just say one. Um, or not say, but like just hold up one to, uh, to skid. And point at the tower. What do we do? Do we take him out? Go get the rest of us. Keep going. What do you think? Go get the rest. Uh, Skittle, sneak off in the same way he went. That he knows he's relatively safe and get the rest of the group. When Skid leaves, uh, I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy in the opposite direction to where there's just like a loud popping sound. Uh, I guess we snuck up on the east side, correct, DM? Yes. So then I'll make a loud popping sound on the west side of the tower. How far away? Um, As far as I pretty much possibly could. Uh, Which uh, thaumaturgy would be like... 60? Yeah, not 30 feet. 30? But on that that western side. Cool. As that's happening, Skid gets the rest of the group and tries to sneak them back towards where... Uh, Grimmies, all with plus 10 stealths. Alright. Um, also, while we're doing that, I'm, I'm slamming that potion. Yes. Back, I'm healing my wounds. So the party has passed without trace, right? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna heal myself. Too. So the party making its approach roll stealth with disadvantage. Because of the popping noise, someone on the upper towers is now looking down and has a great view of that valley below. Whoops, sorry y'all. I tried. Oh no, I like it. I did. Still great. 25. 15. Plus 10. 12. Uh, 16. 16. Luckily, all pass and make your way silently behind the thing. So you are now right of the tower. The tower stands 15 feet tall. And you can see the arrow slits on the front and left side, but not where you guys are hidden. And she says 15 feet tall? Yeah. Grim, is he in the tower or is he up top? It's an enclosed tower. Uh, it is rough edges around it, so the construction of it indicates I was cut from a single piece of stone. And so there's no top of a tower or anything. So it's I would hear those. the one on the first level. Yeah, it's inside the, inside the building. Okay, so I, yeah. Uh, this one only hears the one walking. Uh, my apology, or this one's apologies. There might be more up top. I didn't see a door. I don't know how to get in. Yeah, you would know that you can't. There's no uh, way to get up to the top of the tower. No way to get up. We should sneak around back and continue on. Yeah, follow the ridge line. Follow the ridge line. Shit. 
It's gonna bring us to the double doors of the covert, but we'll just keep going. Let us sneak past. Keep close to the ridges and the tall walls. Hide ourselves amongst them. Sneak up to the culvert. See if that river truly is frozen. Let's go. Everyone stay quiet and stay close. And we'll sneak up, uh, hugging the ridgeway and hugging the wall once we get to there. All right, you've uh, already passed the check. So as you follow the ridgeway up, you see the walls of the uh, overlook, the larger area um, where you know that there is someone up there looking out. And you arrive there without basically anything happening. Uh, when you reach the mouth of the frozen liver, river at the culvert, you notice that you can probably fit in there if you crawled. Ooh! And is there running water? Is it, is, it, is it blocked? It's frozen. All the water is frozen. But you can still get in not, the, uh, above the surface. Yeah, the river didn't freeze up into the ceiling. Does it's, Skid it's still have to crawl? Thing. Skid does have to... Uh, crouch. Crouch, yeah. Skid will crouch in and give it it's a look. a very important question. I'm sorry. <laughs> give it a look to see if there's any bars segmenting or if we could access anything, a tunnel this way. Uh, you can continue uh, continue forward in it and see where it leads. Let's just go in here. Crawl right behind Skid. Who's, you're going. Skid, you're leading the way? Yeah. <clears throat> All it's right. all mucky and grimy, I like it. Who's an after Thrax? I'll go. Barry, you're next. Yeah, I don't mind being the caboose. Now I'm going after you. All right. You'll... Not a shell. You know, if anything bad happened, I'll be alive. That's fair. All right. Calling. Start moving through the culvert. Frozen River. Hey, right, move through the culvert Frozen River. Uh, about, let's see here, it's about 15 feet, I would say. 20 feet in. Uh, yeah, it's about 10, 15 feet in. Uh, you notice what would be a well that would go upwards and you would know it to be inside the the stronghold <sighs> all right uh the walls leading up are they made of brick are they are they uniform and, and slick or is there is there some outlaid bricks that might be out of place is it wet? Yeah, if you had any sort of gear, like, you know, any sort of gear, you would be fine to climb it. I'll try to help Skid climb it. Push me up and I'll, I'll uh, get a spool of rope around one arm as I try to climb it up. Yeah, so again, the well's only 10 feet deep, so Drax holds you up. Uh, you're already almost there, so you can pretty much just yeah. almost reach the top even while he's holding I'll, I'll start pushing my yeah. arms up even higher. Thanks. Know. I'll whisper down, and then uh, I will stealthily peek my head over the the top of it and see if I'm, anybody's in this room I'm about to enter. All right, so <laughs> it's you, always a good sign for the DM. Stealthily, you peek. Yeah, uh, you peek stealthily. up. You peek up through the well. I love it. Uh, the hall is devoid of decoration. You're in the frozen well. There's a hallway to the east. And there's three iron cages against one wall to the northwest. Anything in those cages that I can see, or I can't see them? One contains a malodorous ogre with rotting half-frozen skin. Oh. It is living, 
Oh. And it has an empty right eye socket. Oh. What? Another cage. He watches. Holds <laughs> a pair of nervous goats. And the third cage is empty. Leaning against a wall near the cages is a wooden dog sled with ice clinging, clinging to it. Skid will hop out, do a very good knot on the, um, on the rope to a very secure place that he'll find, and drop it down and give the universal come on up motion, and he'll walk slowly towards the ogre with one eye transfixed on its face. He, he, wa- he watches us all. And just walks up to it blindly, just looking at his face. But did drop the rope to the others. Now, how close are you getting to the ogre zombie cage? Uh, 11 feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, it's, it stands there groaning. Uh, kind of haphazardly just trying to grab at you. He watches us all. He's got just no life in that eye. He's just kind of mindlessly grabbing. Yeah, he's a zombie. DM. Um, uh, you can see marks of. Uh, you can see marks of. Let's say. Uh, see marks of. Um, like almost uh, whips, like like it's been being trained, and huh. such. Skin gets sad when he sees that and reflective. The others must be coming up soon. I-, I was wondering if we were like little rascaling it, like when we come in, because I'm not going in there. Yeah, one seeing... at a time, popping out. Well, I was just thinking like heads popping out of the hole. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are little rascaling as you pop out of the hole, but not. I don't want to pop on the ground. I was just saying like watching. Personally, yeah. me, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to speak for you all, but. Your heads pop up and someone snipes you all. Well, no, I just don't. I just don't want to ruin his moment. Is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Guys. So yeah, you're all, you're all coming up slowly one by one. It's ten feet, so it's not too tall. Thrax. Most of you could get there pretty easily. Could, Thrax, could we say that I kind of like wall jump it because I, I feel like I'd snap a rope. I, I don't. I don't think I could a 500 pound. Yeah, like I don't think I could even pull myself probably up. press your shell against one side and then use your crampons on the, your your feet. Yeah, and just kind of push yourself up. Cool. What the fuck, Barry? What? I'm not good with ropes. It's okay. Not all of us are good at everything. Let's get this going. Alright, hey, as soon as I emerge, is anyone else looking in amazement at this skid talking to this undead ogre? I think Grim is just watching from afar and not saying anything. Yes, I'm not watching. I cast the invisibility on myself. Drax, <laughs> <laughs> Drax, look at him. I can see all the invisible creatures, and if there's anything in the ethereal plane, it appears as ghostly to me. And to me only. Unfortunately. Are you guys keeping quieter or speaking at normal volume? I will be keeping quiet. Quiet. Whisper. Stays whispering. I think Thrax sort of puts his body against the walls in a hunting way, and then once he's called over by Skid, he starts to tiptoe over there looking at the one-eyed... Ogre. It's a good omen. It's a good omen. He watches us. We are safe here. Let's let's go hunt. Let's go hunt. The path's before us. Uh, so to your northwest, from the room that you're in, you see a long room, divided in the middle by two open doorways. Stands empty. Um, 
and unless you investigate more over there, then you'd be able to see into the next room, etc. But it doesn't seem like anyone's noticed you entering. To your right is a hallway. It goes upwards. You would know that would go up to the overlook. And to the south is a hallway with another door at the end of that, which you are unsure of what is in there. Ricky, you won't lead the way since you can see. I can only you can see. Unfortunately, that seems to be the case. But if you would like to uh, stay by me as long as you're weird, unstealthy, uh, make a stealthy spell as active. I'll be right behind you so we all get it still. Right. While you lead the way, okay? Alright, sounds good. Which direction should we go in? I, I follow your path. Whichever way you choose will be right. I mean, correct. I'll head to the east first, down that hallway, uh, next to the uh, portcullis as we came up to, yes. very slowly and stealthily. So if you're heading to the east, you know that that leads up to the outlook where you knew Durgar was waiting and looking out across the plains, or yeah. the hills. Yes. It's time for an assassination. Um, is Barry's uh, flipper still on fire? <laughs> No, I imagine uh, over it, time it just like okay. Just then uh, the pilgrim blowing. will just take Barry's flipper in hand and, and lead him uh, behind the the really the true warriors of the group. And uh, if Thrax and Skid and uh, um, Ricky are up front, then I'll just kind of be behind holding uh, uh, Barry's flipper. What's going on, traveler? The paths are confusing here. We should trust in Ricky. They know the path. And if the path leads to something detrimental, so be it. But I trust the hunters, I trust you, and I trust Ricky. This one trusts Ricky. Fuck, first person pronouns. Yeah, that, that, that sounds good. By the way, I've never seen a milkskin drink the way you do. Where'd you learn to do that? This one doesn't remember. We gotta get you in that drinking competition. We survive this. This one would like that. Cool. I kind of just like looking towards Ricky as Ricky's guiding the, the f kind of like helming her. All right. So who's going up to the door to the east? I think we're all going. We're yeah, going. But I'm first. But I think Ricky's first. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna attempt to open the door? You know, I'm going to look at it first. I'm not a fucking idiot. At the door. It's a stone it's, door. It's a door. Does it have a lock? It does not. What kind of door handle does it have? It has the iron ring. Classic. Classic door. <laughs> I say that in a whisper out loud. Classic door. As I grasp the ring handle and attempt to gently pull it open. Uh, roll stealth check. Plus ten. One stealth check plus ten. That's a twenty-six. All right, you open the door uh, at the front of the overlook. You see a Durgar, a Durgar woman. And she is overlooking, she's stomping her feet from the cold. She is overlooking the, basically the, the hillside that you just came up. Reel that for you right now. There's a rectangle room. <clears throat> Uh, it's a nearly empty. Snow has drifted into the corners. Frost covers the stone walls. Uh, there are three barred openings that overlook the snow the snow covered plains that you came from. Is she invisible? She's not. She's visible. So everyone can see a great. I hope to 
to Skid, who's directly behind me, and uh, make a downward pointing motion, a forward motion, to see if I can get Skid to realize I want Thrax to be there closer. And whatever happens, I will stealthily immediately stab her from behind. Skid will get down on, like, one knee and get his spear ready for a ranged attack and give room for Thrax to stand above him with his bow so we're kind of both in the same, you know, space and we'll wait for Ricky to strike before presumably I throw a spear and Thrax does his attack. Alright. You may all have the surprise round to attack. Do we have regular attack rules or are we at advantage? Advantage. Does not know you're there. Sick. Hey, DM. Yeah? As I see them going up and doing this, can I cast silence on that area? Love it. Your call. Yes. Are you sure? I mean... If I, you, do you want to cast silence? I'll, I'll spend the spell slot. Either. Love it. Yeah. So... Uh, if I see Ricky start to unsheath it, that's my call, but you can say... I mean, it's your all call. Right, if you're going to cast silence first, so silence goes off. The Durgar whips around because now there's no sound anymore. Something is wrong. She yells to scream, but cannot scream, and you guys are able to take your attacks. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 does hit. Eight damage as the spear pierces into them. Okay. Uh, 22 to hit. 22 hits. That's five damage. I use my rapier to attack her. Okay. I will love 14. 14? 14 also hits. You got uh, 7 piercing, or 8 piercing. 8 piercing damage. Mm-hmm. Could I run in as well? Or, or no? Am I back? Uh, yeah, you can run in as well. If, if, if there isn't room, they're totally cool. I know I didn't say anything. I mean, they're in the hallway, and you're allowed to move through your ally space for free. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try to run in and grapple this door guard then. Okay. Uh, strength versus strength. Absolutely. Just strength, not athletics, right? Just strength. Yeah. Cool. Ooh, not good though. It's only an eight. How's rolled an eight? Okay. Roll again. Or? Yep. Roll again. Well, that's much better. Fifteen. That's an eighteen. Oh. Oof. Okay. So you run out, and after she's been shot, stabbed. She pushes you off the pushes you off her. Uh, rather than rolling for, hmm, rather than rolling for initiative, she will attack the person closest to her. That's me. She'll attack her to oh. steal. That's an 18 to hit. That will hit me. And she does 10 damage to you. And you're able to take your turns as you will. Whatever you'd like. I'll stab, try to stab her again. Alright. That's a critical 20. Nice. Describe your kill. Yeah! She stabs me, I recoil in pain. I'm not used to being in the front line anymore. Ever, really. If I could jump in there, Ricky gets recoiled in pain, but like he screams in absolute silence. Ow, that fucking, fucking. I I can't say words without actually saying words. This sucks. (laughs) I'm a bard. But yes, then I flip my dagger around, take a, my, my right leg slams to the floor, I get really low, and then I jam my rapier up through her skull and in through her cerebrum, and she is dead. Alright, she's definitely dead. 
search, instantly search your body, pockets, for any uh, keys, anything like that, any missives, coin, anything. Jesus, brother. Yeah. She is holding three gold pieces. Uh, she has a military pick as a weapon, a shield, and is wearing standard Durgar armor. Uh, <laughs> I'll undo her armor on her arm and try to cut the flesh from her arm and try to take out her ulna or radius to make some fittings for my leather armor. Okay, yeah, you can rip the bone out of it's violently gruesome, but it is silent, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to keep up silence. It lasts for 10 minutes, and then I'll I'll break. Can you break one your own concentration? Yeah. Right? So I'll keep it up as long as they're looting and everything. I'll keep it up in that area, and you all can do whatever you want, but it'll be completely silent. And I, I don't know. If I can convey that to them, I, w I would try to do so. Um, I guess I'll just motion to them, like, with my hands, like, do what thou wilt. A-okay, as an okay motion comes up. Skid gives a quizzical look as he pulls the owner out of the thing and doesn't hear the familiar pop it makes, and then understands. Hmm, okay. There, there's another door here. There is. It's to the right, and it's a stairway going down. We know where that goes. I assume your silence has dropped. Oh, uh, are you guys done looting everything? Yeah. We're done being vicious martyrs. Okay, yeah, then I'll drop silence, yeah. So, Draxy, yeah. So you see down into, uh, you see his downward stairway that goes into another room. All right. You want me to take the lead again? My invisibility sights is up for about another 50 to 45 minutes. Wait, is, is the plan kill every Durgar here? I thought that's what we're doing. A raid. They stop. We need to kill them, recover the materials. Yes, I agree. Anything I like else that is here, we'll see. Mm. I thought maybe we could get someone in charge, but if you think it's kill everything. Get them in charge, yeah. Yes, and execute them. Kill the chief. Kill a chief. You kill the chief, they can't function. Thrax speaks the truths. Our path have led us, has led us here. And our goal is to stop them from walking down their path. It is very difficult to walk down a path without eyes, without a head. Thrax speaks truly. Wait. Try to reduce bloodshed. Find the leader. All right. Ricky, keep going. Lead the way. I will keep going and leading the way. Since I am the only one that can see invisible shit. Alrighty. I got a bit left of Pass Without a Trace since we started uh, sneaking another 30 or so. Okay, so you sneak to the right. Yeah, I assume you're going down the stairs, yes? Ricky, you still in the lead? Yes, I'm still in the lead. Alright, you head down the stairs into the next room. Is there a Which door? Which I'll now reveal for you. Is there a doorway? Is it just a it's an open? It's an open door. The, there's no doorway on the stairs, and there's no doorway on the bottom of the stairs. Oh, no. Uh, you enter in. Uh, piles of equipment are pushed against the walls in this room. In the southern end of the chamber, an open hatch reveals a route leading underground. The equipment in this room, as you look around, 
There are two suits of scale mail sized for dwarves, two steel shields, three war picks, nine javelins, two climbers kits, and four mess kits. If you look into the tunnel, it's five feet high, uh, and it's about 20 feet underground. So, and it has a ladder going down to the bottom. Skittle throw the mess kits and the spears, or the javelins, and the two other kits in the bag of holding. Okay. And there's no one else in this room. There's no one in this room. Uh, if I use dancing lights to send them down the hole, can I see what's at the bottom? Yes. It looks like a tunnel. You would likely assume that that might be in the way into the tower uh, that you've passed already. Yes. As presumed earlier, this yes. apparently is the entrance to the solitary tower. I'm sure they saw those lights. I didn't send them any farther down than the tunnel itself. I'll pull them back up, cancel them. Should we just go ahead and block this? I think so. I can see in the dark. I would see bright lights at a corner. I think uh, it's best if we lock it up. How do you propose we do so? So there's a hatch on top of the hole that you could push something on top of and it'd be very difficult to push open. Drax, would you care to do the honors? If yeah. there's stuff to pile on, yeah. All right. Start pushing stuff. Yep, there are two suits of scale mail, size for dwarves, two steel shields, three war picks, nine javelins, two climbers kits, and four muskets in this room. You grab Pile on the armor and the picks and the shields. Can you wear the armor? Or you don't? I can't. But I will assist you on using it to kind of block it up. Yeah. Pile everything in front. Dra- grab the... I grab the pick. I go, anyone need this? I can, I can hold it for you. What do you I'm want fine. it now? I'm fine with what I have, and I'll jam it, sort of, just trying to like pick it into the ground with the armor. Yeah. So you have you have that all of that piled on top of the door, the hatch going down, which is now closed, and jam the pick in between, like the opening hatch, so it'd be a little more difficult to open. And you said that this place is mostly made of stone. It's made all of stone. Right. And then, is it worked stone? Or stone stone? Uh, it's a bit of both. Uh, it looks like either single pieces of stones carved out to be what they needed, or uh, actually thought out buildings. The overlook that you pass through looks the most like something that was built out, uh, since it has the iron bars in it, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, the main room. But these are like, you know, these are symmetrical rooms, so they have been hewn inside of the rocks. That uh, They may not look like that on the outside. Does this look good enough for you, you think? Yeah, it looks decent. Uh, I guess best we can do is what we got. You are quite strong, uh, I figure. Do you think you could push this open yourself or no? Uh, I can give it a shot. No, no, no. Just checking if you think it's we're safe here. I'm gonna give it like a little wiggle. Does it feel like? Does it feel like it's uh, decently? Yeah, there's a bunch of shit piled on yeah. top of it, and it's on the floor. Yeah, so it feels pretty. So you'd have to climb a ladder and then push open that yeah. hatch with a bunch of shit on it, and have a military pick that's stuck in the ground. And I say it's not easy. Yeah, seems good. All right. So we just head back the other way. <clears throat> For now. Yeah. We're still sneaky, and you can still see. So let's get going, maybe. All right, let's let's get going. Hey, DM. Yes. Um, 
as they're kind of having this conversation about whether the this barricade works and it's, it's strong and I, I don't mean to rewind a little bit but like and maybe as you two are talking about going back um pilgrim just wants to draw his symbol is it a dirt floor it's a stone stone it has snow and ice okay um then kind of take some snow and draw the symbol in the ground and cast augury i want to know um wheel or woe um you know it, it takes one minute to cast this um if heading back in the direction we go will we will it lead us to the head of the snake or will it lead us to you know misfortune i guess i'm asking for uh for safety uh, and um, in the direction that we're heading right now um, with retreading our path and then also the tra- the paths we have not tread upon. Uh, so directly you're asking it for for which, which part of this? Say that one more time. A little bit more. So if we're trying to find the... Uh, the head of the snake, proverbially. Yes. Um, if if that is a path that will lead to our ultimate destruction, um, this is something that has to happen in the next thirty minutes. I can I can send you augury. I, I got it pulled up. Okay. Um, if it's wheel for good results, woe for bad results. Um, but then wheel and woe for both be- good and bad, and then nothing if it's kind of like a mix. Um, but I'm asking basically if we head back and search for that head of the snake. You know, down paths we haven't tread upon yet. Will it be beneficial to the party, or will it lead to our demise? Hmm. Let's do this. Uh, so what? So what? Uh, what is the divining tool you're using here? Uh, I'm taking snow um, from the sides of the walls and drawing my symbol of the paths on the floor. Okay. So. So I draw my like you know straight line with the half semicircle facing up, half semicircle facing down. The snow will. The snow starts to swirl and move itself into different patterns and uh, something familiar, the lines form out to become a path, which you are able to assume is wheel. And then rather than at the same time, you'd be able to understand as the paths cross Wheel then woe, but not wheel and woe. Okay. Um, I will say to the party, um, the paths tell us that we head in the right direction, but we should be careful as it seems that there might be something uncertain and grotesque and powerful in front of us. Be on your wits, but continue on your path, but be ready to retreat back on the path that we have made for us. 
does that make sense to everybody? This one apologizes for the vague notions. Skid nods his head yes, but says no. Uh, I sort of thought that was what we were going into. That makes sense. Uh, seems everything is just right. Yes, understood. Barry, you're up front now. We're switching it up. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll take the front. I'll keep an eye on you. Just stay close. Appreciate the heads up, Traveler. And I'll let you know if I see anything invisible from behind. We'll go up through the room we've been in, the room where we got signs and killed them, mm-hmm. and move back through that way. Heading west. Okay. Heading west, and uh, so you get back to the main room. Uh, which area would you like to explore first? So you, you've got the northwest and then the south, correct? Yeah, there's northwest. There's a path to the northwest where you see the two double doors over there. Uh, and you have the south, which is a hallway and a door. I'm going to say from behind. Barry, you're in the lead now. Show us what you've got. Mm. Yeah. Skid, advise him a little bit. This ain't really my forte. Skid will take a nice smell in the air. <sighs> it's northwest. Let's go northwest. I follow Skid northwest. Yeah, this to the northwest? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's... Barry's first, then Skid, then Thrax. Yeah, Barry, Skid, Thrax. And we're still... Well, you tell me, DM. I cast it when we were approaching the first, uh, like, tower. Yeah. And then I have an hour of it. So we're at the tail end of that. You've been moving pretty quickly. You haven't really been standing around doing all that much. Cool. Then, yeah. Then if we're moving northwest, we still have a little bit of pass without a Tracy. So uh, I'll say as you enter the... First part of the ups, uh, the top, uh, have you roll a stealth check. I assume everyone is doing this. Yes. Yeah. 24. Do we have the plus 10? Yes. I've got a 32. 22. 20. Sorry, y'all. That's right. I rolled like shit, you likely passed. <laughs> Uh, 21, yeah. Alright, you all into the room, like, without any any incident. Uh, you guys are sneaking along, looking to the next hallway, and you notice this next room, and you see a lever, level, lev, lever on the f- southwest wall of uh, this other second square room next to, after you would pass through the two, uh, two hall, like, smaller hallways. whisper to myself I'm never fucking seeing invisibility ever again this is totally fucking worthless oh, no, I feel the same about Audrey I wish I wouldn't have cast that <laughs> the pilgrim thinks the same thing and for a minute our minds connect <laughs> not really I guess approach that lever if, and I'm I would also maybe see if I can sense any magic coming off of it uh no magic on it okay. uh if you wanna Like inspect it, and see what it is, and figure out what it is. You can do that. Is there a door next to, next to this lever, right? 
Yeah, so it's, Heading uh, south, we, can we see into that room, or is the door uh, covering it? Door is closed. Hey, so, Traveler, any idea on this lever here? Try to call over... Uh, How loud are you being when you do that? I, w- I would whisper it, I guess. Uh, no, but this one recommends that you be careful in every regard going forward. Uh, I guess, can I look at the lever and see if it's hooked up to any contraption that would be like... You know, are there any chains hooked up to it or anything? Yeah, so if you took the time to inspect this, you would know that uh, if this trap were activated, and what it would used for would be to basically separate a single member of the party had it been activated from the rest of the party by springing a trap that would lock them in the main room and to whatever it was beyond. Good job, Grim. I suggest that we all pile into this room before Barry pulls the lever. That way we're all ready to fight the trap together and wait. die a valiant death, wait. which I will write about forever. No, wait. That doesn't sound right. Let's not pull that lever. No, we're not pulling the lever. Can we disarm it and then go through the door? Uh, you'd know that those two, the two double doors where the trap would be sprung. So someone would be tra- trapped in the room with the lever. Oh, okay, okay. We're While not. the rest of the party would be in the section to the right. Yeah, sure. Let us keep walking. Wait, we don't want to just all pile in the room, spring the trap, then go through the door while the other door is closed. We have a funnel to go through the, at that point. <laughs> You've already passed through the funnel. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so the, only, the trap would, if you pulled it, separate the left part and the right part of the room. Yes, I understand that. All right, so we're all getting the left part, and then we'll go in the room to the south. Yes, that's what I was suggesting. Yes, that's what the, you were suggesting. The Except room for myself. has a standard stone door. Skid will just take out the door and um, see the lock and just try to open it quietly. All right, make a stealth check. Okay. Uh, 29. Uh, you can peek in. Uh... Peeking in, you slightly make the door ajar. Uh, at the f- at a desk, so a stone-carved bed and desk occupy this drab room. Atop the desk are several shards of dark crystal, as well as crumpled up piece of paper and a burlap sack draped over a glowing object that emits colored light that shifts from blue to green to red. And at the desk, seated at the desk, is a Durgar studying the collection of glassy shards. So I'll put a picture up for you guys now. Do any of those shards look familiar? They sure do. Yes, they're probably that crazy crystal material. Shardling. It makes you really mad. Mithril. Shardling. That is who is sitting at the desk. We can't. Oh my god. Oh man. Wait, I'm sorry, TJ. Why? Just because he looks cool. He's so- huge. <laughs> So intimidating immediately. That's, that's he just an angle. says fucking nope. That's just his angle. He was painted to make him look Jake, huge. can you describe this motherfucker? He looks like Chris Farley with a beard. That's underselling him a little. That's what you're scared of? Oh my god. So, he is a bald helmed 
uh, dwarf with a Durgar, sorry, with a long white beard tied halfway down. His mustache is even longer than his beard, goes down to each side of his beard, and it is thick. Uh, he wears a almost feathered Under Armour, like uh, in technically in the spaces where leather would be. There's feathers. He has scale armor on his arms, large pauldrons made of what look like steel. Um, Strong bracers, scaled armor down his chest, feathers bursting out of the bottom as where the leather would usually be, and a f basically a full set of scaled armor, it looks like. Heavy pauldrons, carries a large hammer, and has a shield. A war, sorry, a war pick, and has a shield. He's looking over papers and uh, gems and... He's, there's a crumbled up piece of paper on his desk, and he is looking at the charlatan in front of him. He's not noticed you yet. Nobody appears to be in the room? No, just him appears to be in the room. He's sitting at the desk that is facing the door. He hasn't seen me. But he didn't see you open, no. <laughs> so you. Scared. Will. Almost breach, and then he'll turn around and try to find Ricky's eyes. Ricky Steele walks forward and slides open the door with a gusto of the gods. As soon as you open the door, <laughs> he looks up wide-eyed and enlarges and prepares to attack you. Oh, <laughs> fart <that> shit. <laughs> uh, roll for initiative. Shit. Damn it. Okay. As he enlarges, he flips the desk over in front of him. Because it's obviously now gigantic. He fills the entire room. The room is about 15 feet tall. He now stands at about 15 feet tall. He will approach Ricky Steele, who came in. He starts speaking in Dwarvish. He does not understand Undercommon. Or, sorry, does not understand Common. So anything Ricky was saying fell on deaf ears because he had no idea what he was speaking. Thrax speaks Dwarven, just FYI. Okay, yeah. And you hear him say, who dares enter my keep in Dwarvish? And he will attack Ricky Steele. Oh no. I'm just being very, very horny and draconic right now. I, don't, <laughs> I also don't understand Dwarvish. <laughs> it's a 18 hit. I will use my reaction to cast Silvery Bobs. Again, in Draconic, because I don't know what language he's speaking, you must re-roll the d20. Very good. Uh, Ricky, what do you say in Draconic that's Sexy. lascivious? Oh, hello, Sword. you big boy man. Oh, shoot that Warhammer right down on me. Oh, my God. So on his re-roll, he crit 20s. You take the lower roll. Doesn't okay, matter. that's a very good reason. So an 18 still. I'll uh, just have him do the average damage. So he does 11 damage average. And then he will shield push you five feet out of the room and stand imposing in the hallway, not allowing you guys to surround him. That's fine. Next up, Pilgrim. Uh, Pilgrim will walk towards the door, uh, right up towards the uh, his like kind of like legs if he's kind of blocking the doorway, and uh, lift his staff and uh, the Journal of Dritzt as well. And cast command. 
and he'll just say in some other language, Grankith. You need to make a, uh, a wisdom save of 14. Uh, what kind of spell does this command? Does it count as being charmed, or is it just a thing? I think it's charmed. I'm immune to being charmed, so nothing happens. Shovel check it, though. It, it's not a charm. It's not a charm. It's, it's an enchantment. All right, enchantment. Oh, Perfect. Nice. And was it a wisdom save? Yeah. Excellent. 16. All right, you beat it. Nice I'll stay right there. Command. Will you tell us what the word meant? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know my spells better than me. Thrax, you up? I pull out an arrow and shoot it at him. I miss. It's uh, 11. 11, 11 misses, yeah. Uh, I sit there with another. I sit there for that turn. Okay. Pass the turn. Pass turn. That is Ricky Steele. You are right in front of him. Easy. He pushed me back five feet, correct? Yeah, so you're in the front of the hallway. Uh, you have you and Pilgrim are kind of smashing this five foot wide hallway. Oh, God. This is a nightmare. Oh. Fuck it, I will attempt to attack him with my rapier. Alright. Just, just is a regular attack roll, I assume. Yes, it is. That is a 19 to hit. 19 to hit, 19 does hit. Alright, I will add my defensive flourish onto the hit and do an extra d6 of damage. That is 5 plus. That is dog shit. Uh, that is eight damage. Eight damage. All right. Uh, my AC goes up by seventeen, or two seventeen, and I will use my bonus action to cast Healing Word on myself. Okay. That's it for me. Next is Skid. You're gonna beat this big motherfucker and say you're gonna fucking burn. And I look at the chain shirt underneath his armor and cast heat metal on it. Hell yeah. As an action, and he will automatically take two D8 fire damage to start, which is an eight and an eight. Let's fucking go. And two more for Fury of the Small. So 18 uh, fire damage. 18 fire damage? Yeah. All right. And if he's holding or wearing the object and takes the damage from the, he might succeed. But if he can't, he's wearing it so he can't drop it. So he has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. That's yeah. And I look at him and I say, spider scare me, bitch. And bonus action turn into a giant spider and shoot a web at him. All right. <laughs> Wait, you can do that all as one bonus action? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Circle and moon true. It's bonus action shape and you still take your action. It's sick. It's a... Uh, uh, 17 to hit? 17? Yes. Uh, 17 hits. Yes. Um, the target is restrained by webbing. So you have to take an action to do a strength check out or burst out on a success. Okay. And you can also attack and destroy it. But now he's on fire, heat metal, and fucking webbed. Bitch. Hell of a turn. And then I'll <laughs> click my fucking little giant pincers. <laughs> Your face pincers? Yeah. Mandibles? Yeah, yeah. And I'm concentrating on heat metal. And right. I'll move into the room. I'll move into the room. Which one? Uh, past 
past him. You cannot pass him. He's blocking the door. That big motherfucker. Then I will just uh, back up a little bit to give everybody an open shot on him. Yeah, so right now Pilgrim and Ricky Steele are packed in that five-foot cube at the door. Hello. End of my turn. All right, end turn. Uh, Barry, you're up. Great. Uh, does the door guard, does he, is he looking rough at all, or is he looks pretty, still pretty he healthy? Looks fine. He looks fine. Okay. Yeah. Great. All right. Um, he likes the heat. He feels good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he does. He does like it. Um, I will, uh, you see me again conjure some ar- arcanic uh, symbols in front of me and uh, let out a, sh- a streak of electricity towards him. Okay. Yeah, that's a 21. What spell are you casting? I'm catching Witch, witch, witch Bolt. DM. Witch Bolt? Uh-huh. Sorry to interrupt. Yes. He's not webbed. That was too much. I was going to say, that was that a was lot. That was another action. Turn. But I did okay. transform, but okay. he's just not webbed up. Okay. He still has heat metal on him. Sorry. Uh, I, I didn't want to look anything up, but that was Someone a hits. lot in that turn. <laughs> but I still transform. So not it bad. does hit. So great. So um, you can see from, uh, I don't know, I, I might be like 20 feet away from uh, sparking, like arcing, uh, kind of electricity. Lightning goes and hits him for uh, seven. Okay. Seven lightning, and I imagine further heats up his armor. Yeah, yeah. As you can see, it kind of rippling across the metal parts of his armor as you shock him. Cool. And I'm gonna maintain that like arcing electricity for my hand. It's like still kind of holding. I'm like, concentrating. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Fire and electric streaking through. And I'm gonna just uh, move back so I'm at a thirty feet. Okay. Cool. Stay there and pass. Excellent. So now it's his turn. Uh, he will swing once at uh, each of the two people in front of him in the doorway. He has disadvantage, right? Yes. Disadvantage. Uh, Ricky Steele, that's 13. And that misses me. And that is 17 to hit Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. So that is 11 damage to Pilgrim. Cool. How's he hit me? He uh, swings once. Uh, his war picks say hits the wall and kind of rebounds off, and he turns and swings into Pilgrim, kind of at the shoulder area with the war pick. A now large, large war pick. And that will be his turn. Next is Pilgrim. Oh fuck. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Pilgrim will quickly look around the room and just take a. A quick look at how everyone's uh, feeling, looking. The uh, spiders Giant looking spider like. spider looks good. Spider looks good. How's the total look? Yeah, Barry's just grinning and, and lightning's coming from him. And yeah, he, he looks healthy. Okay, cool. And it's pretty obvious what he's going to do. He's going to cast Shield of Faith on himself and take uh, uh, Dritt's journal and his. Um, Staff and cross it over to his chest and cast Shield of Faith on himself nice. as a bonus action and then as an action take the dodge action but also call out you cannot harm me to the Dwergar. I love it. Okay. So he's staring straight at you. He says something in Dwarvish. Uh, Thrax is the only one that can understand it. And he said I'll send your, bo- your bones to my father in a, like in a, basically in a, what we translate as a duffel bag or something like that. Cool. So he has disadvantage nice. against Takami, and I have 14 AC now. Nice. All right. 
Next, Thrax. Thrax pulls out another arrow, puts a knox in his bow, and just lets one sail. Just forward if he can. You got it. Uh, that's plus 19 to hit. 19 does hit for seven damage. Seven damage. And then as that happens, uh, Thrax, like the strength in his arm, he just instantly pulls another one as I will action surge and do it again. Okay. Oh, yeah. Crit miss. Oh. Uh, roll d4. Three. You hit Ricky Steele instead. Yes. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ricky. So roll for damage against Ricky Steele. It's uh, it's gonna be five, six damage. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Ricky, <laughs> as I slip on the floor. And... <laughs> It is, it is snowy and icy in here. It's not It's not comfortable. Is that like slipping sound effect? Whoop. Uh-huh. No, don't do that. Not to put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's not. I'm just joking. I passed the turn. All right. Okay, it's my turn now. Sorry, I was looking up if I could use silvery bobs to change you, and I cannot, unfortunately. You'd have to use the lower roll, which would be the crit miss. <laughs> 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 it's such a weird conundrum right there. It sucks. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, yes, it's my turn. I will. Uh, this thing is still within range of us. It's still on fire, correct? It has no. Besides from its disadvantage on attack rolls against us, it has no. We don't get advantage or no, anything. No, no. Right. Technically, it's just the metal is heated. He's not on fire, so no advantage like that. He still has disadvantage though. All right. How does it look? It looks like a big angry Duragar. Oh, no. With its armor heated up. Looks like a big, hot, angry Duragar. It's like a hot, angry pig. He does not seem to mind the heat as much as you would think he does. Or should. Oh, fuck. Are you okay, Grim? I whisper to you. Are you okay? The paths have led this one here. All right, I'm taking the disengage action and moving away. <laughs> oh my god. I'll move 30 feet away. And as I do so, I'll turn back around. And now I took my action. Fuck. So you got 5, 10, 15. You have 20 feet behind you that you can go against the back wall. Yes, it's on the fun. It's got hot metal armor. I'll cast a healing word on myself. Okay. Is there anything else? Nope, I took an action and a bonus action. I'm good to go. Very good. Skid, you are up. Um. There's no space for you in the hallway if you want to get up there. But uh, there is. So right now there's just Pilgrim in there. You can uh, make a constitution saving throw for the heat metal. 23. Uh, so you have no disadvantage, but you still take the damage, which is eight total. And I have to use a bonus action to make that damage hit. Okay. So eight fire before your stuff. And then uh, he will, in spider form, click clack onto the top of the ceiling and be upside down using spider climb and will shoot a web at him now. Okay. Are you in the hallway? Yeah, you, uh, yeah. up top. In yeah, the hallway. And on the ceiling in the hallway? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
And you shoot a web at him. Shoot a web at him. S A thirteen to hit. Thirteen does not hit. Thirteen misses. I'll use my rest of my movement to get more in the room. Um, on top of the ceiling. Yeah. So you climb in through the top of the wall, and you're you're up to near the ceiling. And I go past turn, Sally. Past turn, Barry. Yeah. Uh, seeing the you know, uh, seeing uh the elf kind of run back and the opening in the space. I see the opportunity and I charge forward these heavy footsteps and run right next to... Uh, you just have right. a witch bolt going, right? I do have a witch bolt going uh, still uh, as, as the like arcing energy is, is still connected to him. But I run right next to uh, the humanoid, uh, run right next to Grim, and uh, then I look uh, directly at the Durgar and... You don't look too hot, my friend. I kind of look, uh, and I look at the Durgar, and, and I kind of like grip my teeth, and then suddenly, three more of me appear next to myself, kind of just like boxing in everywhere, kind of just like. Uh, I so in the same space, you can't fit anyone next to your pilgrim, and uh-huh. you'd have to be behind you. Okay. So there'd be two appear apparitions appear behind. Can I put it behind him? Is there space behind him? Yeah. Could I put yeah two? Is that how it appears? Uh, it's, it's three images. It's mirror image. So it's three images of me, and they just appear right next to me, and they, and they duplicate my actions. So if I, if I couldn't fit them, I, I, I could cast something else. Yeah, I'd say in a five-foot hallway, mm-hmm. that's five foot in width, if they appear next to you, that's very difficult to fit yeah. three more images of you yeah. in there. Okay, I cool. will say, like, it could just be a jumbled mess, and you can't distinctly see. Yeah. Like, so it looks like just a mess of images, uh-huh. like just piled into a hallway. Absolutely. And some are overlapping each other, so that could be, you can use it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to uh, hit him with Witch Bolt again and just kind of stand my ground and say, say to, uh, uh, say to the Traveler, like, your path might lead behind you. I got this. <laughs> And uh, just hit him with the uh, witch bolt again. So I, I make a strange spell attack. That uh, that's a uh, twenty. You just rolled it. Yeah, you oh, I just rolled roll damage. damage. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's a twelve that time. Twelve. Twelve nice. max damage. Beautiful. And uh, pass. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm past the turn. Yeah, sorry about that. You're good. Quite all right. Uh, let's see here. But but so so to understand. Uh, Bear, you're right next to me. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. right next to you. Shoulder to shoulder. Action. Shoulder to shoulder, I imagine. Shields up. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. I imagine to the right of you for some reason. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Since it's got... It'll say in Dorvish once again. Dax understands this. You're all just bugs to smash. We'll try and smash the spider with his first attack. It's uh, 18. Hit. 18. Uh, that is 11 damage to you then. 11 damage. I uh, maintain concentration. And then we'll on my look spend. at the turtle that came up. And it will use an ability called Mind Mastery. Let's go, Bushy. And you have to make an uh, intelligence saving throw. Ooh. You got this. Uh, pretty good, but not great. Uh, only a 14. 14 is what it needs to be. Nine and five, yes. That was important. Yeah, right. That could have been real bad, brother. That was a swing roll. And that is... Pilgrim's turn now. That was a swing roll. Shit, I mean, I hate being at the top of the fucking order. (laughs) 
Um, how tall are his legs? Uh, dwarves are, uh, they're pretty same size leg and upper body, right, you would say? Oh, I don't know. So they're probably I'm... like, say, seven feet. Oh, so I can run underneath his legs? Yeah. I mean, I'm not seven feet tall. Yeah, I suppose you could. He's got wide, beefy legs, though. He's just a large dwarf. Then you can make a dex check for it. Uh, is anything hanging down from beneath him? <laughs> a bunch of armor. A bunch of armor? Yeah. It's like his armor goes down to like his knees. Okay. Uh, what's the ceiling look like? Ceiling looks like a plain concrete stone ceiling. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, just run between his legs or attempt to. Okay. Roll a uh, uh, dex that was acrobatics. Yeah. Acrobatics? Yeah. Whew, that's a straight zero roll, boys. You got this. 13. 13? Right. Yeah, you're able to get through his legs. Okay. Uh, I run through his legs. Uh, on his other side, I still have shield up. Is that my action, Jesse, or is it just movement? No, that's just movement. Okay. Uh, so I'll be right behind him, and I will... Uh, I will cast... Man, I'll cast Cure Wounds. I'll cast Healing Word on the spider. Ooh. Um, and I'm going to do it at level two. So you get 13 uh, HP. Fuck yes. Uh, that's my bonus action. As an action, I'll take the dodge action again. Okay. And pass turn. Dex, you're up. Dex? Yes. Uh... If I have a clear shot, I would like to take one out. You definitely have a clear shot. There's just a berry in the hallway right now. Okay. Bow. I'm bowing. Crit 20. Sick. Nice. Yeah. I like, to, I like to think you see the red hot suit of armor that, that skid cast, and you shoot around it to get a vital part. So that's six. Oh, yeah. Plus. Uh, so 11 piercing damage. Sick. Nice. 11 piercing damage? Cool. And then uh, drop the bow, run up 5, 10, 15, 20, get right in his face after seeing him stab Skid and then Dwarvish, you know, look him right in the eyes and go, It will be your blood that falls upon these stones if you don't lay down here. He laughs, bellows. And then the Thrax laughs at the same time. Right. And it just seems crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're just laughing at each other. And none of you have any idea what they're saying to each other. <laughs> it's like the Goker and the Goker. But I will say, Nildar does make eye contact with you, and you are speaking Dwarvish, and you can see he is enjoying the thrill of battle. And he sees me pulling a spear out. But Yeah, absolutely. He's loving it. Okay. Uh, next, Ricky Steele. Yes, I, from the back of the other room, now that everyone is engaged and is a coward, I would like to cast Hold Person. That's a wisdom save. He is immune to that. <laughs> that sucks. How? He's immune to being charmed or paralyzed. It is correct, it is a paralyzation spell. Good to note, everyone is immune to, to paralyze. You yell that out loud? Yes. <laughs> 
My spell evaporated expeditiously. The spider says, oh, fuck. <laughs> the spell, that's right, you can say things. <laughs> it's two, two words. words. Yeah. <laughs> it almost worked, though, because it is an enchantment, once again, but it specifically says paralyzation. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, it almost works. Then I would like to use my bonus action to sing a small song. <laughs> this skid and tracks, and they're on the attack. The wolf pack has always got your back. And I will botically inspire Thrax. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Spire starts clicking its... <laughs> As I finish that, I see I yell, work in progress, work in progress. Thrax twists the spear in his hands and smiles. Skid, you're up. Skid will re-roll to see if he was charged, his web recharges, as it does not. He'll jump to the floor beside um, the large thing and take a bite attack as a spider. Okay. Critical 20. Oh, yes. And I need a a, uh, constitution saving throw. Con saving throw. Shit. 21. 21 passes. You take 13 piercing damage. And you are not poisoned. When you bite him, you realize the poison would never take yeah, hold anyways. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. Naturally, naturally, naturally. And then, stay right there. All right, Barry. Uh, I'm looking up at him, and I'm like, what's so Wait. damn funny? Wait, I'm so sorry. Yep. Heat metal goes off again as a bonus action. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Uh, good roll. 13 uh, fire damage. Okay. Then I pass my turn. Oh, and another con save for that. 18. Pass. Sorry. Next turn. Sorry, uh, Ev. <laughs> Barry. Uh, what's so damn funny? And uh, as I'm looking up at him, and, uh, and I say, come on. Hit me, you overgrown bushy. Let's go. And uh, then now I'm going to try to do the uh, uh, mirror image and create three additional parts right. of myself. Yeah, so you have three in this hallway with you. Yeah. So you have one next to you, two behind you. Cool, absolutely. Um, is there any way I can um, now use my movement? Uh, oh, now that will that will trigger an opportunity attack, correct? You'd have to get through his legs. So you have to make a dex to get through his legs. He's still blocking the hallway. Oh man, I'm not dexterous. I'm just gonna stay where I am. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. So did you make three of yourself or not? I, yes. I did. Okay. So you're right there in front of the door. Yeah. So he's the, he's at the door with three of himself. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Drop the witch bolt. Yeah, the witch bolt does drop. Okay. Yeah. It is his turn. And he will use... He shouts out with uh, an available rage. Everyone make an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence! 24. Crit miss. Oh, shit. 13. 16 minus 1, 15 total. 14 minus 1. 20. 20? Give yes. it to me, baby. Nice. So it's just, uh, so it's Thrax and Pilgrim both fail? Oh, no. Crit miss on Grim's part. Um, so he you can, causes... You can fuck me if you want to. <laughs> you can just fuck me, man. Yeah. Uh, Thrax, where are you standing? Literally right in front of me. Okay, uh, he forces you to use your reaction to attack Barry behind you. 
and he forces Pilgrim to use his reaction to attack Skid. Watch out, brother. Uh, Skid, isn't Skid on the ceiling? No, I dropped down. Okay. Um, but he has to contend with mirror image, right? Yeah, I just rolled for it. He hits me. It's the real me. <laughs> yes! <laughs> with a spear? I think so. Whatever he goes Nine with. Plus, er, six plus five, 11 to hit. Okay. 11 to hit. I have now 17 AC. Um, so I'm going to attack... Uh, what are you doing? Giant spider. Dude, I'm attacking the giant spider. I rolled a 19. Yeah. <laughs> that hits! This sucks, dude. My whole fucking build was to do no damage the whole time. I, I got I, I got my last spell slot to cast silvery bobs on Grim <laughs> to make him re-roll that fucking attack roll. Oh my god. <laughs> you fucking pieces of shit. What are you going to roll now? 11. That misses. <laughs> As I do that, I say, "What Thank the you, brother. What the fuck is going on over there?" <laughs> Thank you, you Elliot. Fucking freaks are fucking. I was rip. about to do a whole one damage to you with my quarter staff. Grim, give it up and give your vigor and vim of life to fucking Thrax. Thrax, you have advantage on your next attack roll as well as uh, my bardic inspiration from last time. That's all my spell slots, you stupid fucks. Uh, Alright, then as bonus action, he'll use another ability. Oh, great. And, uh... <laughs> Should have waited. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, That's perfect. Ricky, see, are you away from the... Fu- You're in the other room, right? Yes, I'm uh, at least, like, 25 days. Yeah, he'll point away. at you, and a thin, what looks like, imaginary dagger shoots at you. That is a 18 to hit. That will hit me. It does 10 piercing damage and 14 psychic damage to you. I am knocked out immediately. Uh, next, top of the order. Pilgrim. Bonus action healing word to Ricky Steele. Nice. <laughs> fucking hate this fucking <laughs> Shut up, dude. Shut the fuck up, hey, dumbass. Right back. Fucking moron. Uh, Ricky Steele, you, you, the second you hit the ground, just like with your back, you hit it and just boom, you're back up immediately, like Mortal Kombat style, just straight back up with like nice. gold, golden inspiration. Uh, the Pilgrim saw that coming from a mile away. You have eight hit points. Never Sick. felt better. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bonus action. And as an action, uh, the Pilgrim is going to take his quarterstaff and just tap it on the ground once again, take the dodge action, spin it around his back in sort of like a, uh, like a, a martial way and just put his hand forth to the giant Dwergar and do the Morpheus come at me, bitch. <laughs> You're pretending to be a monk. <laughs> I'm just, I just trying to keep you all alive, man. Pass turn. Yes, I am pretending to be a monk. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like the, mar- I mean, like the Marshall character. <laughs> not, like, not like, like, yeah. I know you're Thrax, really you just... are up. Uh, pull out a bow hearing Ricky Steele's song and words and take a, a shot. Uh, that'd be plus eight, 19. 19 hits. That is for uh, plus three, six, seven damage. Okay. That's it. He's looking a bit beat up at this point. He is large, but he's looking quite beat up. <laughs> nice. That is it. I passed the turn. Okay. Uh, Ricky Steele, you are up. Now revived again. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, there's not much left I can do here. I could either flee the scene. I can flee the scene. It looks quite appropriate. But I've got some allies I worry about. 
Unlike last time when Ricky Steele felt cowardly, he's, he's been revived. He's not in the right state of mind. And he's been laid recently. So he will charge forward <laughs> and attempt to attack the big old Duragar man. So okay. wait, Ricky looks back and thinks about the orgasm he had last <laughs> night, and that's what makes him charge forward. Mm-hmm. He's already, you know, he's, he's, he's satisfied. Good for him. Uh, I rolled a six to hit. It misses. <laughs> it definitely misses. Are you sure? I'm, I turn around. I can do two-weapon fighting. I whip a dagger out of my pocket and attack again with my bonus action. <laughs> All right. That one was a 23 to hit. 23 does it. All right, let me pull up my attack damage. I will use my last bardic inspiration on myself as well. Defensive flourish. That's 12 damage, and my AC is 20 until my end of my next, or the start of my next time. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So cool. That's it for me. Skid, you're up. We roll to see if I recharge my web. I don't. Bonus action to deal. Fire damage. I do great fire damage again. 12 fire damage. 14. 14 fire damage. Um, and another constitution saving throw. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was like, I thought you were rolling it. Uh, 14. Pass. And then would make a bite attack at you as a giant spider. 15, or uh, 17 to hit. 17 to hit? 17 to hit. 17 hits. Uh, six piercing damage. And then some poison stuff, which doesn't matter. And just say, just die. All right. Barry. Uh, now, um directly uh, next to him with a, a copy or three with me. I will, uh, each copy is just gonna attempt to just give him the slap all identically, just yeah. along the, I, I imagine the tender part of the leg. Yeah, it's all armored, but. Yeah, yeah. oh, he's got armor, even even where the armor ends, there's armor like in the calf and under there, he's got like. Yeah, he's wearing. Full, yeah. full plate. Full scale. Full scale, got, got it. Oh, well, that's not great though, only a 14 to hit. 14 does not hit. All right. Yep. Chop on his plate and he just brushes it off. Yeah. Free action. I'll just be like, hey, hey, hit me. <laughs> just like waving. Waving. There's like four of me there waving. Hit me. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many batteries right now. <laughs> oh, shit. What does he want to do here? Hmm. I'm waving at him. Yeah. <gasps> There's also the pilgrim taunting him from behind, giving the Morpheus <laughs> hand for Thrax beckoning. and Ricky are in the other room, correct? Um, I ran up. I'm on his yeah, face we, with we've, Skid. We're, oh. Yeah, they've all, I think, pretty much emerged. I'm the only okay. one. So your bow attacks will be with disadvantage in that room. Well, Can I take a free action? I'm with my spear. Oh, okay, spear. Can I take a free action, Jay? Yeah. Uh, the pilgrim will say, looking around at, you know, uh, Barry and Thrax and Skid and even Ricky running in. He's going to look at the Dwergar, and I, I know I'm behind him. I don't think he's facing me, but the Pilgrim's going to say, uh, your only path 
is to the underworld. Make your decision. Um, he has no idea what you're saying to him. He doesn't speak common. <laughs> uh, so he will. Ricky Steele's in this room too. All right, you're up front. Just taking poles of the vodka? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> I'm under duress right now. <laughs> Alright, set that aside. Uh, no, I was I was behind him in the room up to the north, and then I came back forward. I think everyone else had been onto the other room. Right, so everyone's in the room, and you are you're in the room? No, I, was, I never went between him. I came back and uh, attacked him from... I ran out of options. He, oh, yeah. so he, he did the bolt at me. So you're all in the same room right now. Just use your minis on the map. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys weren't moving them correctly. Only Skid me. and I are up there. <laughs> yes. Well, Ricky, didn't last turn you go in and attack uh, with two-handed fi- two-weapon fighting or no? Yeah, I had a bonus action because of my light weapons. Right. So. Yeah, so he's up on them too. Perfect. Yeah, we're all up in range, but... Once again, he'll use uh, his shout. Everyone roll an intelligence check. Save. Save you mean? Saving throw. Shit. 16. Fail. 15. Nine. The check. 15. Oh, yeah, baby. Nine nice. for Skid. What do you get? Uh, two. <laughs> I got a six this time. Six? Uh, oh, wait, technically a seven. Yes. Thrax, Skid, and Ricky Steel Wall Tech Pilgrim. Oh, fuck. Alright, well, if I'm taking the dodge action, do they all get disadvantage? Excellent. Sure do. Uh, I'm taking dodge action and my AC is 14, so all disadvantage. Let me know if you hit me for 14. I have. Roll shit, roll shit, roll shit. I failed. I rolled an 8. Yes! I rolled a 9! 18. Okay, roll your damage. Uh, 12. Okay, I'm knocked out. So, uh, Pilgrim dodges uh, sore, a rapier, <laughs> dodges uh, some mandibles, and turns around to see a spear coming right to his fucking face, and catches it, and he's KO'd. Uh, he'll then point at the spider, and shoot one of the daggers at the spider. Once again, saying th- straight to Thrax at this point, you're all bugs to be squashed in Dorvish. That is a 16 to hit. Hit! That's 10 regular damage, 14 psychic damage to the spider. I rolled enough to maintain concentration. It was 14 and, and what was the first number? 10. Thank you. So it's 10 normal damage, 14 psychic damage. It looks bad. The spider looks bad. And that would mean Pilgrim does saving throw. All right. Oh, no. I just got real. Uh, 19. Hell 19 yeah. is a pass. Next, Thrax, you're up. All right. I see the pilgrim just, I stab him and go, What the? <laughs> Damn you, Durga. Your foul tongue. Spill that blood. And I stab him with a spear. Uh, that is a dirty 20 to hit for 10 damage. And then I'm going to mark him with unwavering mark. All right, 10 damage. Yeah. And he's marked now. Mm-hmm. Ricky Steele, you're up. Yes, I'm out of shit to do, and I'm in for it. It's an attack roll. That sucks. That's a six. Six misses. Bonus action. Use my dagger. 
That's also a six. <laughs> you miss with both attacks. Uh, I'm switching to real dice again. Skid, you are up. Skid will use his bonus action to do heat metal damage. And he needs to make a constitution saving throw. He takes ten fire damage. That's an eight con save. Eight, finally! Um, now he has disadvantage on attacks and ability checks until my turn. And... Uh, recharge. See if the web recharges. It does not. And then I'll take another bite attack at him with my mandibles. Alright. It's shit. Uh, it's shit. 14. 14 misses. 14 fucking misses. Um, I'll skill around, skill around to get right next to Thrax. But stay within his melee range all the time. Alright, so that would be... Barry, you're up. Excellent. Uh, is Ricky, uh, is is the door guard between uh, Ricky and myself? The door guard is in between all of you guys. You guys are just surrounding him. Beautiful. Um, I'd like to try to grab uh, Pilgrim if I can, like on the ground. Yeah, you could. Cool. I'm going to, uh, again, the four of me walking together in a clutch. I run up uh, to the Pilgrim. Your path has not ended yet. And try to kind of drag him. I'm going to drag him 15 feet uh, trying away from the... I'm going to try and kind of move him away from the door guard if I can and just stand over okay. over him with the four. Okay, you're trying to move him to one of the corners of the room or through the hallway? Um, I think... I think this is the room. He fell, like, here. You have to drag him through. Yeah. Through the, through the hall, I believe. Yes. Yeah, through the hall. You're gonna go drag him through the hall. Uh-huh. Cool, but not too far away. Just maybe, maybe five, ten feet, and then stand over him with the four, okay, yeah. with the four things kind of in a ready position to kind of defend. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, and that's it. And I'm just looking down at him, and he looks out cold, and I'm like, "Stay with me, traveler." Alrighty, it is once again his turn. Once again, Jalta the screen. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Dorga. Dorga. So it's now uh, Nildar's turn once again. He lets out his scream, intelligence saving throws. Uh, do I have to make one? You do not. Sweet. 19. 19? 15. Four. Four? 10. 10. Ricky Steele and Thrax will now attack this fighter. Okay. Um, it's not a disadvantage again, is it? No. 19 to hit you. Hit! <laughs> For six piercing damage. Six piercing. Pop! Back into goblin form. I rolled a 12 to hit you. Ah, uh, misses. And then he'll dagger the goblin who is now in goblin form. <laughs> or attempt to. And he has disadvantage on that. Disadvantage? Yes, because of that metal heat in him. Uh, 14. Yeah. 14 hits. So that's 10 regular damage and 14 psychic damage. Skid is gravely wounded, but is still standing. Yeah, that's his turn. Fuck it. Uh, Thrax, you are up. All right, here we go. Uh, A 14 to hit. 14 to hit? 14 misses. I get a bonus action attack on him, since he attacks someone else besides me. Uh, 23 to hit for 8 
damage Eight plus damage. two, so ten damage. Ten damage. All right. Because of unwavering mark, it adds an extra two damage. He's looking very bloodied at this point. And then uh, that's that's it. I'm just right in his face going, it's just you and me. Why you keep looking away in Dwarvish. Ricky Steals. It's a 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Are you, are you attacking with your rapier? Yes. That's seven piercing damage as I lunge down and out of Thrax's range and also attack into his ribcage near a weakness in his arm at the same time. Alright, yeah, you definitely cut right into his ribs. When Ricky attacks, do you have one hand out behind you and one hand forward with your rapier? Yes. Uh, Are you attacking again, or...? I'll use my bonus action to whip out the dagger from behind me again and appear to stab him. Okay. That's a 19 plus 4, which is a 23. That will hit. That's four plus four, which is eight damage with a dagger. So I rip it through, I stab the dagger through a whirlwind behind with my arm behind me, pull it out and rip it into his other gigantic kidney side. All right. Skid, it is your turn. What? Uh, Thrax, you will hear this. He yells in Doris once again and yells, My father is more powerful than any of you filthy creatures could imagine. You don't understand the glory of it, the power found in the ice. None of you do. But you will learn soon enough when my father unleashes his terror upon ten towns. Your doom soars on dragon's wings. And Skid, it is your turn. Blockity, blockity, block. Bonus action, deal fire damage. Uh, Ten fire damage. Alrighty. And my action... I will charge at him and leap at him. Oh, I can't. Yes, I can. And use my primal savagery cantrip to extend my nails and teeth and just go into a rage and attack him menacingly in his face. It's not good. It's a 12. 12 to hit. 12 to hit, 12 misses. But you know what? I'll fucking allow it. He only has one hit point. So, yes. Describe your kill. He goes into a rage and Skid is also at one hit point. And instead of choosing to summon a beast or do something else, he just charges at him and lets his inner fucking wolf and grumps worship come out. His claws extend and he just reaches and slices his throat and starts going crazy. He's trying to bite him, bite his face, bite his ears, cut his throat, rip his beard, do everything until he falls to his knee and stands bad and sends Skid flying off of him. And he's just heaving and huffing and <sighs> breathing like a rabid dog. While Skid is killing him, can Thrax say, What will tell your father you say goodbye? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if for recording you want to super record his ter- his incredible threat to us. Cause yeah, absolutely. Because he... Um, but also when you say that, and he's getting like his throat torn out, he stares at you without even flinching his face. And watches you as he dies. Stares at you. Pretty fucked up. Grim. Grim. I rush over to Grim. I'm gonna slap his face a little bit. 
You're still down, correct? You take two dozen. <laughs> I know, I'm not attacking him. Yeah, I think I'm down to... I, I immediately rear up my hand and immediately snap his neck off. No. Yep. I think that's two crit hits. Yeah, you can fucking kill me, I don't care. I've got so many characters lined up, brother. I don't know what to do. I'm not good with medicine. Give Hopefully him, someone give else him a is... potion! Let's get a run over and take one of those leftover healing potions that we got and pour I, it in I gave mine to you, you idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pour it down Grim's throat. Do you have an extra one? Yeah, we have two extra. Now we still have one extra left. Uh, two. Yeah. Or I'll give him a good berry. You know, we have both. We have both. I'll give him a good berry and make him mash it I up. I think I'm one. dead, man. What? I think I'm dead. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, like, we have all these options. Like, no, I'm dead. Before Skid <laughs> rushes over, I'm going to try to resuscitate Grim with mouth to mouth. <laughs> oh, okay. You're fighting over... Tonguing me and giving me a good berry? I'm not tonguing you. I'm giving you mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Which, on, which one works better? I don't think this one works. Give him the good berry. Give him a good berry. Wait, <laughs> should we tattoo him before we wake him up? No! Just get him up, get him yeah, up, get him, him up. Skate will give the <gasps> unconscious body a good berry. And then without saying anything, Thank or you. looking either way, he'll take another good berry out of his pouch and give it to Ricky Steele. And walk back to Drax and Grim. He made quite a threat about his father coming here on the back of He's a talking gobbledygook. No, I could hear him. Yes, it was not. A, it was Dorvish, right? It was. I don't want to discuss how you speak to him right now, but we need to get the fuck out of here. I'm badly damaged. Grim just went down and is back up again. And the rest of you look like absolute shit as well, except for maybe Barry. I'm untouched, and I snap my fingers, and the three duplicates disappear. Can I, uh, you, you want to lift, uh, you want to lift, Traveler? You want to hop on my back? You look, this one you look like seven, that. seven shades of shit, man. Very much. Yeah. Traveling while this week might be tough. I do have one thing to ask. Did you catch his name, by the way? Thrax. Right. He didn't say his name. Can, there's a bunch of writings over there. Maybe you guys can see. Grab it. I can't write or read very well. All right, I'll grab it. Throw it. Give me your bag really quick. Hold, hold it open. Throw all the writings in the bag really quick. Skate and throws all the rocks in the bag really quick. We're getting the fuck out of here. We're there's buried. a bunch of rocks. There's only one piece of paper and it's crumpled up on the desk. Yeah, that's fine. We'll throw it in there too. Just we'll read it real it. quick. Read it real quick. I'll read it really quick. Okay, whatever. Do I notice any magical anything? Nope. No? Okay. Skid uh, takes the shot. You're making our kind of check. Yep. Oh fuck. Brutal ten. Ten does not. Yes. I know we want to get out of here, but maybe we have time now that he's down. We can look around real quick. I know. Well, he shouted a lot. Are brutalized. We fucking close the door. Hold up real quick. As I'm pretty sure it's nearing the pilgrim's bedtime. What's that piece of paper say? What's it say? says, Brother Nildar, you will find me on the frozen ferry in East Haven. For my new base, the search for Shardland continues. Long may our father reign over this dark land, Dearth. Dearth? Fuck that, dude. He was the one on that fucking ferry. Dearth. Dearth and Nildar? That's correct. Is there anything else of note in this room besides the desk? Can we go, can I look through the drawers of the desk? Can I... 
pillage for a second real quick. Yep, there's a fine total of... There we go, 265 gold and Ooh. 170 silver. Put that in the bag of holding real quick. Then you find, uh, I guess, a bedroll, etc. Nothing, nothing of note. Uh, it took us four hours to walk here. Yes. From the valley. Yes. Ricky, you uh, can we make it all the way back? Maybe we. If I can watch this name is outside, and we're not sure if we've murdered everyone in here. Let's get the fuck out. Okay. Scared you check the body. Yeah. Well, you, you did check the body? No, yeah, check the body, yeah. Check I'm, the- I imagine I'm holding up Grim, who's like kind of slooped over me, so I don't, I'm not checking the body if He's you would. He's back alive. He's got one hit point. Oh, totally, but he just seems... I'll, I'm like, we should go. There could be more. He yelled, let us go to the well. Okay, okay. But let us free the goats. Okay, Skittle go through the pockets on his person. I think we already checked, but... What did we? Oh, yeah, pockets, uh, you, you assume that the money that you find was his yeah, coin purse. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you do know that both the shield and war pick you're using were better than most war picks and shields. I'll throw that in the bag real quick. Um, it's still under the weight limit, and I'll check those later if we're in a rush out. Okay. I go to the well. If I can pop open goat, uh, the goat gate. I'm going to pop it open. Yep, the goat gate opens, and the two goats are terrified, uh, but more terrified of the ogre zombie in the cage next to them. So start. they all kind of move out the door and start running around. Good. Uh, letting the goats free. Uh, I'll, I'm going to usher everyone down the well, help lower uh, Tortle with Grim on his back, lower Skid, lower... Ricky Steele, and I'm gonna go up to the ogre one, and I'm gonna pop it open if I can, and then jump down the well. To like last ditching, yeah. popping over thing and coming down the well, so yeah. it's causing a mayhem. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, the ogre. Can I retroactively just say one thing real quick before we left the room? Yeah. Skid took out that motherfucker's eyeball, just like he did to the ogre. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So the last thing you see, Thrax, is. The ogre zombies stumble out, charge, grab one of the goats, and start eating it.